Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to the 10th session uh, here on Slice and Dice. Nearly got put off there, James. Close. Next time, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Anyway, yes, uh, so we've been doing 10 sessions now. We're into double figures. This is uh, big boy times now. Uh, all growing up. Um, anyway, first of all, um, if you uh, haven't done so already, you can catch up on all the latest episodes uh, throughout this campaign. That's all nine that have happened so far. Uh, the most recent episode is still up on our Twitch channel, so you can watch that back. Or as well, all of the episodes from the very start are on our YouTube channel, and there's a link to that just at the bottom of the Twitch page. So click on that and watch to your heart's content after this stream, obviously. So, um, uh, for today's session, before we go ahead, a uh, few announcements. First of all, uh, we are down to three players this week. There's no Marta, there's no... Uh, there's <laughs> What? What? Sorry, guys, but put you on screen. There's, as you can see, there's no Marta, there's no Marshall, and there is no Dan, but there is a DK, there is a James, and there is a Bart. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's still just as good um, to join us this week. Um, they'll hopefully be back next week. We shall see. Um... As for um, other announcements, uh, Fake Dice, uh, we've got a few slots left on Fake Dice. Good catch, guys. I didn't on, do it. On the microphone, I'm going to come back to that. There we go. Let's get that. While well, you guys sort that out, that's fine. Um, so there's a few entries left on Fake Dice. Um, all you need to do to enter this is basic, is use the hashtag Fake Dice. Um, it's, we want your suggestions on uh, apocalyptic events, uh, random encounters, and anything else. Uh, that How do you this? We'll, we'll sort that out momentarily. Uh, yeah, we're basically apocalyptic events, uh, random encounters, and anything else that you think would be nice and fun. And once we have 20 suggestions, going to uh, one point during the session, roll the dice and see uh, which of those 20 suggestions comes up to change the world that our players are inhabiting. Um, so, yes, get those in. Hashtag fake dice. Um, yeah, I think that's it for announcements. Let's jump in with today's session. Okay, guys, so to recap on last time and uh, when, what went on now that everything is working and fine. Um, so, uh, you, we can tilt you down a little bit. All I can see is my head now, and you guys, buddy. There you go. Little technical things there. Anyway, so last time um, you guys finally uh, left the Basilisk Cave um, after exploring it pretty extensively. Um, I think there's only one or two little bits that you may want to go back to uh, later oh, on. Like the Wall of Diamonds. Yes, yeah. yes, we want to go back to the Wall of that, Diamonds. That is one of the things I had thought you might want to go back to. Uh, so anyway, you left the cave um, through the secret exit. Uh, Marshall says, "Babajama, thank you," and Tiny James, but it's not so tiny now. Looking, I, looking, I have looking more than a head now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking more more wholesome. Anyway, so the group left um, the uh, left the cave via the secret waterfall exit, which uh, you managed to find, uh, and basically on the trail of the seeming abductors of um, the ambassador, the Lady Helene Grenforth. 
carried along uh, through the um, foothills uh, on the edge of the Ratgarat Mountains for quite some time following this trail until you came across some boulders in the road and after some inspection found a body of one of the captors there. Again, it appeared to be uh, somebody from one of the houses of the Crowflies and this uh, raised suspicions amongst Tinan and Turin, the two dwarfs who were charged as bodyguards to the ambassador who got left behind, that perhaps one of the great families of the Crowflies namely the Rookwoods, maybe behind the abduction. Uh, you then came across a stone guardian of sorts uh, that wouldn't, that was not taking kindly to your presence in the area, asking you who sent you and uh, not receiving the answer it wanted, told you to leave. However, uh, after some uh, encounter with animated boulders crushing some of you, but managing to keep everyone alive just about, thanks to your uh, cleric and, and others, um, Spotting the symbol of the eight upon the Loxodon Malar's person, the um, this stone guardian then uh, said that the eight be with you and something about uh, who's waiting for his lady, which maybe drew some uh, suspicions that it could be uh, an embodiment of one of the eight and namely one of the four goddesses, perhaps. Um, that was the, the school of thought with that. Anyway, you followed, carried on following the trail, which ended up coming out at a familiar location back on the Rack Valley Road and not far away from Flaming Jack's Bar and Grill, where uh, two of you uh, met for the first time. Um, with some hesitation from one of you, uh, you ended up going back to the inn. But this time you were told to enter through the rear entrance, as a word has gotten around, along with uh, wanted posters and all sorts, uh, particularly for you, Seth. Um, Stop emphasising that. Just particularly <laughs> you. Especially you was mentioned a couple of times. But anybody else? Just you. Yeah, yeah, Stop. just you. General descriptions of everyone else uh, and the supposed thieves of the Stonebreaker. And so the uh, bouncer, the half orc bouncer, asked you to go around the back and you went into the cellar through the uh, cellar entrance. There, um, Jackman Candlecorn Winklebottom made a uh, made a proposition to the six of you that he'd let you all stay for free if you would take care of his rat problem, as the rats you'd cleared the first time you were there uh, were only uh, sort of cutting the the edge of the problem. It appears there's a nest further in in a uh, as yet undiscovered uh, cave <coughs> underneath the uh, the inn, so it's a hidden entrance which I think Malar came across all that time ago in session one. Uh, so there you go. So um, your design—it's all full circle, man. Wheels within wheels. Oh, all the memories. All the memories. You remember the good, the good times with the rats. Anyway, you, the six of you then decided to bed down for the night and had to um, using Leobrin's cunning um, image of a coat rack in a kind of Scooby Doo fashion managed to get through the bar unnoticed as they were distracted by performance. Uh, and went up to your rooms to rest for the night with only fleeting look and Seth. need to watch Last Street. You need to watch that, yeah, it's good. Uh, you can catch up now on our YouTube channel. <clears throat> yeah, uh, anyway, so with Seth and fleeting look at being the only ones who stayed down in the cellar to guard the entrance to make sure no rats came out uh, before you bedded down or up in fleeting look's case for the night. And you that, don't need to know what that means. You don't, you don't, you don't need to know what that means. No one needs to know what that Nobody means. Nobody needs to know what that means. I'm just saying, is Fleeting look Batman? There's, a, there's, a, there's something <laughs> there's in there. There's a theme there. There's something in there. Anyway, um, so we join you guys uh, in the morning. And so, so Brucon, um, 
when you wake up in the morning, uh, so you took the right-hand room, uh, there were three rooms to choose from, uh, which um, Malar and Leobrin decided to go in the left-hand room, as Malar was familiar with it, that's where he stayed before. This is such friendly music, something's yeah. got to it's go so wrong. Yeah, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm I've never been this afraid. That was me putting some nice music on it and getting on edge. Yeah, we're terrified. It's like you know me. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so Brucon, you wake up after a uh, restful um, sleep, peaceful sleep on, uh, not as comfortable as the um, inn you stayed in in Half Rage, but it's not not halfway bad um, here at Flaming Jacks. It's, you know, it's a bed and board for the night. Uh, so you wake up um, with the sun shining through through the window, but that's not really what awakens you. The noise that actually awakens you is the, just the um, clinking of, of chainmail, and you open your eyes to see uh, a familiar dwarven figure um, just putting on his armour. Uh, oh, uh, hello. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to wake you. Uh, my, my brother and I saw that, uh, that that you were in this room, so we thought, well, if it's good enough for one dwarf, it's good enough for three, so we stayed in here. I hope you don't mind. Uh, Brucon um, holds out a single finger and just no, it doesn't make any noise, just... And starts looking around the room um, <laughs> for uh, any kind of, um, like, a, a, a teapot or some some sort of um, uh, a drinking vessel or, or, or anything he might um, use to... Basically, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll TLDR it. Brucon, not a morning guy. <laughs> Was a cause of some tension at the Barkfang Monastery because monks, generally speaking, big on early morning contemplation. Yes, Brucon, not so much. So there was some culture clash there. So uh, as part of his morning routine, um, which he you know, ha- uh, places very high on the priority tree, sure. um, is having some sort of refreshment. If it, you know, a, a steaming hot beverage um, of some kind would be ideal. Okay. But failing that, you know, some, some cold water to splash on the face, just anything to help him... Sort of emerge um, into you know the land of fully conscious sure, sure. Uh, So anything jumping out. So is this looking as in looking literally or just, just, just scanning the room with, okay. with his eyes? Make a little perception to check, start then. with at the very least. Perception. Okay, uh, that's an eleven. Eleven. Okay, so just scanning the room. Um, it's not particularly well adorned. Um, mm. There's uh, only a couple of furnishings. You've got an end table next to a bed. You've, uh, on either side of the bed, you've also got uh, a wardrobe at the end uh, and a mirror hanging on the wall, and that's pretty much it. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't look like there's tea or coffee making facilities mm. or, or, the, <laughs> or the medieval equivalent yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> within this room. However, that's not to say that uh, there's not going to be anything served down at the bar. Uh, okay, um, where is. Uh, do, does Brooklyn have sight of his travelling pack? Yes, yeah, you, um, it's where you put it before you went to sleep. Yeah, okay, he, he um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that he would have, you know, as it's got all of his kind of uh, worldly possessions, such as they are, because yes. of course he is a monk. Yes. He's not necessarily the best monk, but he is a monk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and stipulate that he would have kept his explorer's pack pretty close to his bed. Yep. So I'm going to say that he uh, reaches into it, rummages around, pulls out a leather flask... Uh, in, and in his kind of like bleary state, we'll, we'll say that you know maybe a, a false start or two, mm-hmm. possibly a coin coin purse um, gets picked up at some stage. Uh, but eventually, on a t- attempt no more than number four, he is successfully able to achieve his goal of 
um, splashing liquid into his own face yep. to wake him up. Wake it, in fact, up. it's in attempt number two. Number yes. two. Yeah, Roll for it. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thank you, Gamble. Um, may your blessings last forever. Um, anyway, so uh, Splash what's left of your water skin on yeah, your face? Yeah. So just yeah. and then does a little kind of kind of uh, does the old um, Mr. Mr. Ed horse kind of. <laughs> With the old shaky lips um, routine, which I, I personally just love doing. Um, anyway, so uh, goes to all that. We He's we now <laughs> vaguely awake, in the more you know, more conscious than not, mm-hmm. um, and looks again and <laughs> goes, "When did you get in here?" Well, um, uh, we were uh, we were in the bar for for a few hours of of the evening. In fact, um, we 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 were. Um, just wanting to not only uh, to scope out the place, but you know to uh, to to gather some information as 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 would uh, as we would you know to see um, if perhaps the um, uh, the lady had been you know the uh, in her form had passed through here with some republic guards and the and the like. I'm afraid I didn't find anything useful, although I think my brother was talking to uh, a certain um, lady for quite some time. Um, Midway through the statement, um, Brucon uh, kind of uh, um, half stands, half rolls out of bed and starts doing sort of calisthenic style stretches and stuff. <laughs> just before I say, yeah, just just casually. Doing his, day, his, yeah, yeah. his not ablutions, but yeah. yeah. Worm rises to greet the sun, that sort of. That, oh, know, yes. Half yoga, half. Am I hungover? I'm not sure. You're hung over salutations to the sun. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much, yeah. Um, so, but, uh, but while being, you know, giving as much in- indication he's paying yeah. attention as he was before he started. Still holding the conversation yeah, despite doing the stretching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, my brother was talking to a lady for quite some time. Uh, apparently she's from a uh, from a village not far away following the trail. So uh, I gathered there was a spot of bother there. Uh, although uh, I, I, I didn't gather much more than that. I was just uh, overhearing. I saw him talking to, you know, a, a human lady, a, a, you know, a quite attractive lady. I thought I'd uh, leave him to it. He doesn't like me cramping his style, you know. So uh, I, I uh, thought I'd retire for the evening, and then I came in here. Uh, I saw you take the bed, so I was here on the floor. There's nothing to worry about there, especially with all this equipment. I mean, the spear, the shield, it's going to get in the way, you know. Uh, Yes, they they do do that. Um, Do you happen to know anything at all about breakfast? Well, I... uh... I think my brother went down a bit earlier. He may have gone and, and fetched some breakfast for himself. I, um, I'd assume they had some down at the bar. They were certainly serving some food last night, that's for sure. Fantastic. Whatever, all that other stuff you just said sounds amazing, but... Oh, well, thank you. Let's have breakfast. And, and Brucon just kind of um, gets up, stuffs all the, throws all of the, his things into the pack, mm-hmm. in a, you know, in, in a sort of um, 16-year-old packing for his first ever Duke of Edinburgh expedition sort of fashion of just, here's a bag, here's some stuff, I'm sure if we introduce these to one another the problem will resolve itself, yeah. sort of style, throws on his back and goes, breakfast, and just um, strides out of the room. Okay, so uh, to stride out, um, you 
and because of the uh, the positioning of the rooms up on the uh, up on the first floor um, on a kind of mezzanine, you can see down into the bar below from from uh, as soon as you open the door, pretty much. Um, and as you do so, you do see um, you do see one figure that you recognise already down, just um, s- sitting at uh, one of the uh, round tables. Uh, just a small kind of table for maybe three people. Um, just sitting down there, you see the white blonde hair of uh, your elven companion uh, down there already. Uh, other than that, there is one other elf in the bar with a kind of uh, a militaristic garb, um, kind of hair tied in a top knot. Um, she seems to be um, twiddling her thumbs a bit, uh, just to one side, uh, occasionally making notes in a book. Other than that, there's just the uh, the gnome out behind the bar that you recognise, the, the innkeeper, uh, Jackman. Other than that, the bar is pretty empty at this time. Okie dokie. Uh, Brucon surveys the scene, weighs up his odds. Mm-hmm. Temperamental, magical elf, or uptight military elf. <laughs> and just and makes a beeline straight to the gnome. Ah, okay. well, oh, good morning! Hello! <laughs> but, Brickon just does a kind of <laughs> loud, enthusiastic morning. These, 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 this combination of, of facts—they don't work for Brickon. They don't suit his his needs at all. Um, so he, he, but he suppresses it because you know, aggressive violence first thing. Also, maybe not what he's what he's here for. Yeah, maybe shudders maybe and just says, "I need food." Well, of, of course you can. Um, I, I'm. Uh, what sort of thing do you have in mind? I mean, we've got some bread, some cheese, pork, and uh, I believe we've got some of that uh, Iskun uh, herbal uh, tea that we can uh, brew for you, if that sounds of interest. Yes, that all sounds spectacular. Let's let's make all of those things you just said happen. Marvelous. Well, um, uh, what, would you like all of those things? Those the pork, the cheese, uh, the, the bread, and the sure. Oh, we we've been on the road. Are a I've been on the road for several days now. Ah, and uh, of yeah. course. Well, of course, I, I, I'm aware of the of the company that you keep. <laughs> I trust you slept okay in the night. Yeah, wonderful. The the food though. Uh, of course. Uh, so, so, uh, so, a loaf of bread, a hunk of cheese, a fat chunk of pork, alongside some of my uh, Eastern herbal tea. That'll be. Um, let me just do the maths a second. <laughs> uh, for you, sir, let's say that's uh, an even five silver pieces. Brucon just just goes. No that maths. Includes the service yeah, charge. Brucon just goes. No maths. Only food, and and just drops a gold piece on the on the. Um, on the side. A most generous customer. <laughs> uh, yes, I Brewconomics that... economics is going to be a fun ride, ladies and gentlemen. We call it Brewconomics. Brewconomics, because, Brewconomics. because he, is, he has joined an ascetic order, having been raised filthy rich. He has no idea what money is worth. We're just going to um, lay that out here right now. So yeah, gold piece on the bar, magic. You make, you make the, the magical food things happen... Let, let, let's let's keep this going to its logical conclusion. Of course, yes. Um, um, right away. <clears throat> and he, and he uh, takes the gold, pockets it, and goes, hops off the bar down to the kitchen. Uh, meanwhile, uh, downstairs. Um, meanwhile, I've got to say, actually. No, you don't need to read any of them out. Okay. No. Drake Laris is being. I'm here to see a man about a dog. That's brilliant. But actually, that does lead me on to. So, Seth. Um, <laughs> 
So, um, speaking of dogs, so you uh, so you were sleeping, trying to guard the entrance to the uh, to this sort of cave uh, cavern entrance you found within the, uh, the cellar, and you positioned yourself so that you were keeping an eye on Fleeting Look as well because you no, don't entirely trust him. You were saying I said to, I said like often just to stay down to help me guard. I went to go get the bed in order, blinked, and he's above me sleeping dangling from the ceiling. Yeah, but he waited until you fell asleep and then he moved. Yeah. Into it. So, so, uh, so uh, when you wake up, uh, can you make a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> wisdom saving throw for waking up. Roll for jump scare. 19. 19. Nice. Okay, you wake up and but you've managed to contain yourself as the, uh, you were taken somewhat surprised uh, by surprise by the by the turquoise um, curled horns of fleeting look um, dangling over you as he's managed to attach himself to one of the timbers above. Yeah, it just gets to the point where it's been like five fleeting moments then after that it's no wisdom saves just like... I just expect it. You're just used to it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be fair, I think after this one you may be expecting it more, so... <laughs> He's your Kato. Inspector Clouseau? Mm. Pink Panther? Mm. Not so I wake up! So you wake I up, wake up. Yeah. and he's there hanging hanging above him and... Uh, yeah, um, is he staring you directly were startled, into but he's still asleep at this point. Well, uh, I'm just going to spend at least sort of like just <laughs> 30 seconds staring going, what... What's most, dis- doing? what's most disconcerting is that his eyes are open because he sleeps with his eyes open. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, as quietly as possible to not wake it up. <laughs> I'm going to come, I'm going to get off the boxes and go check to make sure nothing's gnawed through it throughout the night. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, make an investigation check. Uh, 14. 14, okay. So from um, just from from looking just around the barrels, when you rearrange them and pu- kind of push them aside, you can see there has been some scratching on the opposite side to where you were sleeping, oh, okay. um, towards the entrance. So it looks like maybe some, some small rodents have been trying to, to get in. Um, you can't tell if any have got through at this time, but uh, it's relatively clear. You do notice, though, um, with a 14, wasn't it? You, you do notice there are a few sort of breadcrumbs and bits of food also around the floor um, in that area that you see the scrabbling as well. It looks like either they've come through or uh, gone back, but with food as well, like they've been taking stuff. Okay, so mm. they were able to get in a little bit? Or they... perhaps, perhaps some small ones, were you? Okay. No giant ones, you definitely don't see any of those. Yeah, I was going to say, I probably would have. Noticed a giant one. You, you would have noticed that but, for sure. Uh, cool. You would have failed the wisdom save on that, I would say. Yeah, so with, with that, I've, uh, I'm going to get up and I'm, I'm going to leave Fleeting there asleep. The, the rats can't jump up to him. Sure. I'm just going to position the barrel back in front of it and start to make We're away. ruling out the pot. You're eliminating, are you, the possibility of a tower of rats? Yes. Okay. I'm safely eliminating that chance. Okay. <laughs> I don't think safety is your yes, opinion. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, so I'm going to start my way up. I'm going to stop on the stairs and do a double take of fleeting and just... And then go back upstairs. Back upstairs. Um, so um, as you take the take to the stairs, you start, you remember the, um, the quite um, unsettling dream that you'd had and the voice that you'd heard in your head, the deep rumble. 
Um, I can't remember exactly what they say, but it's. It, but you you don't. Okay, make. I tell you what, make a history check, and then you can see how much of it you can recall. History. That's Marta. <laughs> I'm going to check. Uh, 15. 15. You do recall um, something about that you're close, that you're, um, that you're back where you belong, and it was like a voice that was beckoning you to return to it. If this works out that I belong at Flaming Jacks and we're going to spend a lot of time here, I'm I'm in charge of Marta today. There's going to be some flames. It's certainly not a voice that you recognise. It's not one that you've ever come across in your life. It's had a deep, resonating, haunting quality to it. It made you unsettled just hearing it. Uh, and that's one of the more main things that permeates More or less unsettled than seeing fleeting? Less. Uh, I'm sorry, more unsettling than seeing fleeting currently. Okay. okay. Uh, so anyway, you make your way up, yeah. uh, up, up the stairs. just going to... Uh, so straight I'm on through. Gonna try and f- I'm going to find Jack to tell him that nothing's come through in the night, but there were explains when there were claw marks on the barrel. So I'm going to try and find Jack. Easy, easy enough. When you open the door um, from the cellar, it's you're in the kind of a, a side room, yeah. just just out from the bar, so you can just go straight out to there. And you actually see him uh, scurry past. You go, oh, hello! I'm just taking a your order for one of your um, companions. Uh, well, can I get you anything for um, uh, a breakfast today? Yes. Where can we get that? Last time you had some bread and cheese. Uh, Yes, so I said, of course. Uh, would you like the same again? Yes, can we have that, please? No, of course you can. Uh, I was going to put on a brew of the of this Iskun tea I've recently had delivered. Would you care for some as well? Uh, Your friend no, has already ordered a pot, so... No, I think I've already woken up enough of a startle, so I'm, 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 I'm awake for today. I'm, I'll be fine. Startle? Were there more uh, of those rats in the basement? Or? Uh, so we've uh, blockaded it throughout the night. There's some scratch marks on the other side, so they did try and come back, but... They couldn't come through, so we'll, we'll take care of them today. Okay, well, that's excellent to hear. I'd much like to put the grain back down in the grain yeah. store rather than litter around the back of the bar, but <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, okay, well, uh, so, so um, if uh, the loaf of bread and a hunk of cheese, that'll be uh, uh, two copper and one silver, please. Of course, I'll have to pass that through. Very much. <laughs> excellent, right? Uh, right away, another order. <laughs> and disappears into the kitchen, uh, leaving you clear to get to the bar should you need to. Yes, I'm in way towards the bar. Who's, who's carrying the bar? Did you so at on? the bar is on You also see um, Neris is sitting sitting at the table, and uh, although she has a somewhat glazed expression half the time um, because of her teenage ways, um, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of thinking about other things, yeah. she looks she has she looks pensive, looking down at the table, a um, little, little bit edgy. You know, not quite as edged old as Seth, because Seth knows how to be edgy, but, you know, she's looking pretty edgy. <laughs> what a, what edgy. a bird! <laughs> <laughs> He's just a shifty kind of What type of burn type. was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the kind of burn that Nearest would administer. On that note, I'll go to join Zing- Brucon <laughs> at the bar. Edgelord. Way. I'm going to go join Brucon at the bar. Alright. Sit there and wait for our uh, wait for breakfast. Uh, yes, I had some morning. Uh, Brooklyn's good, mm. and just continues with the uh, the I'll, consuming. I'll, I'll sit there and wait for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Uh, within moments, the uh, breakfast is brought out to the two of you, served up, and then a, a, a nice um, sort of metal kind of kind of got that um, oriental uh, uh, vibe uh, teapot, the kind of teapot that I've requested for my birthday this year um, pops up on the bar oh, look man, can... I'm, I'll get round to it <laughs> I don't know what, like, you really didn't need to drop the reference. that's no, okay, I've already, it's already been taken care of yeah, 
it's all good. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that was really nice. Uh, Follow us on Patreon, game. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got a Patreon yet. We should do that. Yeah. We should do that just to get teapots. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Brought out uh, to the bar yeah. to to the two of you. Uh, Malar, could you make uh, could you make a perception check for me with advantage because this is using your trunk. I said, I think this might be a. Let's find out. It's going to be fourteen. Fourteen. Your uh, your elephantine trunk um, detects detects the kind of uh, smells of cloves of uh, uh, kind of, of um, le- and lemon and citrus fruits. It's kind of Something spices, uh, kind of spices that um, remind you of home, and you gracefully uh, awaken uh, to find. To, uh, to find uh, Leobrin at the very bottom of the bed in a very small corner, just curled up in a ball, in a very clean-looking corner of the bed. Um, so, <laughs> that is actually what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I look over and well, get off the bed, um, does Leobrin look? So he's not got any covers on him, right? Sorry? He's, not, he's not got any bed covers. Yeah, on he's, him. He's not, uh, he's not on his cloak. No, he's just on his. He's got his cloak over him. Does he look? Cold, like maybe I should put a blanket on. <laughs> um, would you like to put a blanket on him? Well, Is this what you're angling towards? I think the temperature in the room would require that. Then yeah. Um, given your um, given your background and uh, your kind of use of this temperature, but you're quite a stocky individual. Whereas this half elf is rather slight in comparison. It does look, you know, a little bit uh, on the cool side. I just pick up the pick up the blanket. Nobody. And uh, I sort of. Uh, I've just, just come in. So <laughs> I'm just going to pick up my pack and go downstairs. He's a cleric. He's the caring one. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for our viewer number to drop by one as Marshall Rage quits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give him the, the dignity of my position. So, yeah, you get yourself dressed, uh, so open, open the door. Go to, and I sort of look, I really survey the bar area. I can see Seth and Brucon and Yaris. You see, you see um, Jack Burns appear um, with these two plates of food and dump them in front of the two of them, as well as a pot, uh, as well as a pot of, of tea, and that's and you detect that that is what the smell was that you, you got. I will go down the stairs and I will take up a seat adjacent to these two. I will say I will go the other side of room. All right then. That's the bar. You hear the pl- so the two of you um, turn around briefly as you hear the. Pl- as uh, Maha trunch, trundles down the stairs. Yeah. Brucon turns to, to watch with the tea to his mouth and just say like... <laughs> Good morning. Mm. And, then, and, just ca- and then just carries on slurping the tea. The tongue sort of, the tongue, the, the, the no, trunk. Sort of just <laughs> comes over and just... Yeah. Oh, is that... Uh, uh, is that... Uh, this can by any chance? Uh, Brucon kind of... <laughs> yep. It is, yes. Ooh, Very good. Uh, and is Jack anywhere? Um, he's just behind the bar, actually, yeah. Oh, uh... Ah, Deacon Shade Creek, oh, how are you? Uh, yes, I'm, uh... Sorry, I should probably stand a bit quieter, shouldn't I, given the um, <laughs> current uh, uh, situation we find ourselves in? Uh, well, what can I do for you? Well, I would uh, admire a pot of that tea, and... Uh, of course, yes. Do you have any uh, uh, fruit and bread? Um, uh, fruit? Uh, uh, well, uh, not as such. I mean, we, uh... 
we, we, we used to get good Brian quite a lot, but apparently half rage is, uh, they've, they're running a bit short of it, apparently. Um, we do have um, bread and cheese. I can, I can see if we've got any, any kind of uh, apples or fresh pickings. Sometimes oh, they come in. I would appreciate that greatly. Um, oh, before you go, you have Iskin tea. I was wondering if he digs into the pockets of his, his waistcoat jacket. I wonder if you can uh, maybe uh, exchange some of this. I uh, lay out some of the Iskin pentacles from about four sessions ago. Nice. Uh, he puts on his he puts on his spectacles and um, his like half moon uh, crescent moon spectacle. Um, um, well, it's it's not really legal tender over here. The Iskin pentacles. I oh believe. no, I'm. Looking to exchange, that's why I'm uh, <laughs> not trying to pay right now, although... You're awesome. trying to exchange money for a product. No, I'm looking to exchange this money for other money. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were trying to pay with the pentacle. Oh. Um, mm. Well, uh, I, I don't really have much need of, of Iskin pentacles myself, however... Brucon, Brucon uh, you know, his, his tolerance for this sort of stuff... Um, is is pretty low right now. It's higher than it was because he's as the tea is held. You because the, the, your tea and stuff. Hate Malar in the mornings. Aren't you? Like, this is going to be so. Tough. Just, no, 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 nothing like that. Uh, and just flicks. Um, let's say. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how decimalized. I don't know how the currency situation breaks down exactly. Like right. just silver pieces or gold. Multiple. I'd rather. I'd like not to pay for literally everything. You know. <laughs> um, uh, is there like you know a, a five silver coin or something of that? Description that you might be able to. Um, what is in Birkin, or are you talking about these pentacles? Birkin. Birkin notes gold, silver, and so it's just just one. Each is worth one only. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Brucon uh, re- reaches into a pouch and flicks uh, a couple of silver pieces. <laughs> he was he was offered five for the whole shebang. Right. So he makes a kind of educated slash again. Don't really understand money. Uh, guess about how much ought to cover the tea, and just kind of does it, fling, fling, and just it does a little kind of um, artful trick so that the, um, the the coins land like stacked directly in front of the gnome, and goes, "I've got give my friend here his tea." Uh, make a slight of hand check, so cool. just to see this 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 how impressive this uh, coin not uh, trick goes. Natural one. No, it's an eight. So you like flick the two coins, and in your mind you're like, "I know exactly what I want to happen here." It's exactly as you described. Uh, what actually happens is the first one on the, on the bar, the second one roll and just rolls agonisingly slowly over the bar before going a little circle. But what? But Brucon's not paying enough attention to know that his no. like super slick move didn't. You're still quite like eyeballing the nose. So there's just a, and, just, and just kind of pauses again from the slurping of the tea and just um, goes, "Give my friend some tea for the eight. Of course, I can get him some tea. So I'll thank you very much. Um, in terms of the pentacles, it's not normally something that I would trade here, but I believe uh, there are certain individuals you can exchange it to. Um, you could try um, uh, the general store in. Um, uh, in Hilburg, yes. 
Yes, they, um, the, the two gnomes there, very good chaps, brother and sister, you know. Um, yes, a great bunch. Now, they are in the business of exchanging and pawning items, so I'm sure you could uh, get something for your pentacles there. What was the, sorry, what was the town? Uh, Hilberg. Hilberg. Yes, it's a, a large, large village or a town. B-E-R-G. Uh, yes, a B-U-R-G. Oh. Yes, Hilberg, Hilberg, yes. Uh, oh, uh, always got to be different. Thank you, Mr. Uh, <laughs> That's not the angle I was going for. You'll spot it instantly that. with the wooden the wooden palisade out the front, you see. Uh, I take the pentacles back, uh, and, uh, oh, uh, I'll... Uh, 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 bread and cheese and some fruit? Uh, if you've got some fruit, I will actually take a, a loaf of bread if you have it. Yes, yes, of course. And, uh, yes, fruit if you have it. If not, I will take uh, whatever he's having. Uh, bread, and cheese, I, and pork, yes, yes of course. Uh, Advance warning, 50% of session 10 will be spent ordering and consuming and then paying for breakfast. <laughs> What a great time to be alive. All right. Thank <laughs> God we live in this time. <laughs> so, uh, right, so for uh, for that plus the uh, plus the fruit, yes, uh, five silver pieces. I top up the two with an additional three silver pieces. Oh, I mean, most generous offer, although the second most generous to date. Thank you very much. Yeah, on just yeah, whatever. I'll be right with you. Let's off again. Sorry, what was the the Hilberg significance again? Sorry. It's a large village. There's a general store which you could exchange. Gotcha, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so three of you there having your breakfast, um, and just as you get towards the end of it, he said you brought up breakfast to you. And it turns out he actually had some apples, so he does give you a couple I, of those. I will eat the apples. A uh, loaf of bread? Yep, a whole loaf. I take the entire loaf of bread, put it in my pack. Slick, I um, like it. And you've got some cheese and pork as well. Cheese and pork, so I'm just, just nib- nib- nibbling. Nobbling on those. As, as we sort there. of start to, as I start to head towards the end of that particular mill, mm-hmm. oh, uh, thought it occurs to me, uh, Buzz, um, this is our first opportunity to really have a, a chat since, uh, since, uh, embarking on this, uh, job that we undertook together, and, uh, well, uh, Seth, we, uh, I met and had a chat, and, yeah. but Mr. Brucon, you are something of an enigma to me, uh, you have Abilities I've not seen in other people. Uh, would I, may I ask, what is, uh, where have you come from and what is your uh, Brucon, inspiration? Brucon is, is, is sort of, you know, eye contact yeah. around the, 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 the mug uh, and then just kind of. <laughs> and, the, and the slurping sound that has been happening more or less continuously since he was first handed the tea comes to an end and he just sort of plop, plops the, uh, the mug down on the, on the side of the bottoms uh, and he goes. Oh, I needed that. Yes, uh, hello. Uh, my name is uh, Brucon Ree. I, uh, I'm a mem- monk of the Barkfang Monastery. Uh, I was Ooh. sent out to um, develop my understanding of the broader world. I joined the monastery many years ago and, and was sent out to uh, find my, my place in the balance. Uh, I, I don't know how familiar you are with the teachings of the Barkfang Monastery. Well, have I actually heard of the Barkfang Monastery? Uh, you would have heard of it, okay. yes. It's uh, in the northern climes of Birikrim. Oh, I am uh, I'm aware of the name, but I'm not aware of the, the concept of the balance yeah. or uh, indeed what is undertaken in the monastery. Yeah. So Brucon kind of leans back, sort of shuffles a bit, like, okay, I can I can pretend like I knew what I, I was taking on some of the teachings in all those lessons I wasn't really <laughs> following on with, um, uh, and does a little kind of important shuffle and just kind of, well, 
if you think of it like this, think of a sandwich. Uh, the world is like a sandwich. There's one piece of bread. No, the sandwich thing isn't working. Let me think of. Um, <laughs> You hear a shriek from up from your room, actually. Oh, goodness, I am. Who did this? Oh, Mr. Bruton, would you give me just one minute? <laughs> yes, that's fine. I'll work on this metaphor a little more. I go into the room. You go in the room. Um, okay, the so. are going to kill us. <laughs> Leobrin is. And they are all watching. In the right room. Uh, as you enter, Leobrin is um, just. Um, he's. Uh, pulled his robes down to just to his midriff and he is currently throwing water over himself and just trying to clean himself and you see he's got a bar of soap as well which is just and he's just scrubbing just like erratically around himself I see this (laughs) (laughs) come back and says oh well I'm sorry something about sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) love it Um, Brukunga yeah the the sandwich forget about the sandwich thing that's not that's advanced philosophy of, of, oh, in the monastery. Okay. Um, the, the, think of it like this: you know, you know seesaws. Uh, I am familiar with the idea, yes, but uh, my frame tends to prevent me from. Okay, the, uh... think of think of the world as like it's on a seesaw. One end is sometimes up, and the other end is sometimes up. And when one end is up, the other end is down. And then when the other end is down, the other end is the other other end. You see, not the first end, but the second. It's well, they, it's good and bad, right? The, it, it's good oh. and evil, and the two yes. are in tension with one another. Mm. And starts trying to draw like a, a yin yang um, symbol. And goes, so the seesaw is a bit, and just starts kind of. As you, as you start drawing, um, the door to the inn opens, and you see uh, a familiar uh, red-headed dwarf with a three-plaited beard uh, enter. Oh. Uh, oh, well, there you are. Um, I've been um, looking on the road and um, been doing some inquiries, and um, it would seem that um, the Lady Helene uh, may have passed through here not so long ago um, with the, with her followers. I, I would, in fact, uh, they may have a lead if we go um, <clears throat> to the uh, the next village on from here. There's um, is a uh, Hilberg. Don't know if you ever heard of, of Hilberg. This is actually or, useful. I wasn't uh, expecting useful information from. A uh, couple of times, yes. Never no, been, but uh, hmm. As as and as you say this, you also notice Nerys kind of lifts her head up, looking. It's just looking over from her table, a bit further away, just looking over, and engaging and listening to the conversation. Uh, that was was one of Tienan and Turin. Was it? That was Tuning, yeah. Tuning was the one who's upstairs. So, so Turin's the sort of vaguely Welsh one, Tuning. It's the 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 gruff. Turin's the one that had the broken leg, uh, the one that was spoken to in uh, your room. Tuning's the one we got. Gotcha. Okay. Tuning is one you hate. I've got an understanding with him. Cool. So, I think that we should all go with all haste to. I think to, to go to Hilberg uh, <laughs> I, and, uh, and see if, if, if the lady has uh, been taken through there I'm and they've got any leads uh, from there. Marshall, uh, on the chat, he says he's going to get revenge. He's going to get, get revenge for that one. Well, in Venice, I mean, that's more Mala than, than, than me. Was, you know, personifying. The, 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 the goals and intents there. We'll have that track. I didn't know how OCD Leobrin was, but I gathered pretty OCD, so I thought that was a completely natural reaction for him. Anyway... 
so yeah, uh, so I, I would say that with all haste, uh, we should we should we should head on to Hilbert. Mm. Oh, well, you see, we have uh, something of an issue there. Uh, the rooms we slept in last night uh, were given. Well, we, they were in effect comped to us. Uh, we are we owe uh, Mr. Jack here a a task. Hell. But um. Might I advocate this? Uh, you and your brother should head on to Hilburg and we will meet you there and we will follow on in a few hours' time. I like Seth just coming. I like this plan. That is a, that is a good plan. I think you, you guys should go on ahead. Lead the way for us. Oh, uh, I mean, the alternative is that uh, you could wait here while we undertake the task, but... Oh, uh, there could be a lot of rats, though. It could take all day. I think you should definitely go on ahead. 100%. It's it. For, for the lady, Helena. For once, Master Half-Elf, I agree with you. Yeah. you with all haste, we will head on to Hilberg yeah. and see what we can find there. You, you go lead the way, and we will follow you as you command oh. later on. If you are too long, I will go on without you. Understandably. Oh, um, I agree, but uh, just before you head off, do you believe that this uh, is some sort of a, a plot against Lady Helene? Maybe something based in the crow flies? Do you think that could be where the perpetrators are heading? Well, it would, it would seem in the direction that they are heading, then perhaps it's that or they're going to Rundar, which is, of course, on the way following the road from uh, Hilberg, uh, Rundar being, of course, the capital of uh, Birkin. I don't need to tell you that, uh, oh, well, Master... Uh, no, 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 no. Master Loxodon, no, but, um... <clears throat> I think, um... I, I don't know, but for sure... The Rookwoods seem to be involved, and if they are, then perhaps, yes, they would be taking the lady back to the Crowflies, back to Rookwood itself. That would be my guess. Anyway, which is why time is of the essence. I will gather my brother, and we will be on our way. Good luck. Excellent time. To you as well with your, um, rats. Hmm. Once he leaves the table, I'm going to say, as much as pains my soul to agree with him that does sound like a good lead of where she's gone we should follow it as quick as possible uh, no, I agree but uh, I was gonna well, s- maybe just picking up on what Mr. Bruce on here has just told me uh, I do owe <laughs> Mr. Jack's task oh yeah I mean do that first Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the Brucon's super coherent explanation of the <laughs> well, it's all concept about of yin and We've yin, taken yeah. one thing, and we now own oh, right. so, uh, Seth's, Seth's going to pull out, um, was it a wanted poster? Yeah, there's a couple uh, yeah. on the bar. I'm going to pull it out, and I'm going to say, I was going to suggest that we uh, take care of the uh, wanted posters of us, but uh, it sounds pretty time-sensitive, so I think... Uh, what? Are we, not, we are we not at the bar at the moment? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we should uh, go and speak to Ms. about this. And I sort of amble over towards the table to sit with And I just stick to like the budget. Maybe we should uh, discuss uh, what everybody's intents are here. Uh, because I would, uh, I was all up for uh, assisting you with the Basilisk, but uh, that, that seems to have evolved somewhat into what my task here was. And uh, I would hate to... To drag you along if you are have somewhere to be, Mr. Mr. Brooker. Uh, Brooker, I, I have nowhere to be, really. Uh, that, that, that was sort of the whole point I was getting, trying to get around to, is um, my my role is to uh, find the nature of the balance in the in the world and uh, and understand it uh, more profoundly. So I, uh, you know, this, there's a, a lady missing. Um, there's been 
clearly a betrayal. This is all very philosophically uh, illustrative, I'm sure, if someone could just explain to me um, what the philosophical implications are. Um, so, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Please. Oh, uh, what? Captain. I mean... <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> no, Ma- I mean, Malice there. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you've got that same kind of ramble no, pattern. Seth's Cer- <laughs> eyes are just slowly gone wider, going, wait, what? Neris is just there. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, as, as, literally, as he's still mid sentence, like, I'm gonna go wake Fleeting up. Uh, you wanna get Lyoberon, and we can discuss what we're doing next. No, no need! Hello, um, hi. Uh, Good morning, Mr. Lyoberon. Yes, hello. I'm as well as I could be, yes, given the circumstances. Uh, the, uh, the other one, you've got a bit of dirt just down your face. Uh, yeah, you got it, you got it. You got me, that's it. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, I have to get. Go. Yeah, this. Yeah, to be fair, let's just acknowledge Drake Lazarus. How far here. is their destination as the dog dies? Sorry, I mean as the crow flies. Don't know why I said anything about the dog. Weird. We it's a whole to, dog thing. We don't need to be one of those streams that today. acknowledges their chats and when they say things. We don't need to be one of them. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so anyway, yes. Yeah. So so uh, Leo now up as well, looking supremely clean in his uh, green kind of tunic and the, the, the rough, looking immaculate. Uh, his, in fact, it looks like his moustache has been combed as well, uh, curled. I'm, I'm going to break off just a little bit of the like harder end of the bread that I've got. Go downstairs and. Uh, I don't, I don't want to wake him up near me. It's going to fall on me. So, so just the bit of the stairs, I'm just going to throw some uh, oh, the, the room, bit of bread. Sorry, the, the, the rooms are in a cellar? No, uh, we stayed in the basement to uh, in case the... That's where oh, the right, are. it was all the rat stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so you throw get... some bread literally just at his head to wake him up. Okay, so um, so you get so you going from, from the stairs? So you're not going down the stairs uh, I'm halfway down halfway down the stairs, down, down the stairs. Bit, take, just sort of throwing the bread serious? to the side going wake up so you're halfway down the stairs you take a, you pull off a piece of bread and you go to throw it and as you go to throw it you hear morning and after a few moments he just um, starts untying his legs and untying <laughs> his legs <laughs> Ah, the, the sleep of bondage. And yeah. he does he does a little acrobatic kind of uh, somersault and ends up on his feet on the ground. Right. I'm going to revise my earlier statement. Fleeting look isn't Batman. Fleeting look is Lego Batman. He is Lego Batman. <laughs> he is like Lego Batman. A different voice, but but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get your Lego fleeting little Batman hat. So are we um, are we going to go uh, hunt some rats then? Is that the plan? That's the most he's ever talked. That's a terrible. It is. Thing but I'm so sorry. <laughs> Going to hunt some rats then? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, we're talking upstairs. You want to join us at the bar for breakfast? Uh, of course, yeah. Um, uh, out of interest, um, rats, do you know what the collective. <laughs> 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 Flawless. Flawless. My old neighbours, please. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that reference. Yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, flawless role playing. Really. Right, so, yeah, actually, spot on. That was pretty damn perfect for him. <laughs> so, uh, yes, he does ask you do you know what the collective uh, noun is for a group of, 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 of rats? To my knowledge, it's just a pack of rats. Pack of rats? Oh, I'm sure I can do something better than that. Um, leave, sure it, you, leave it with me. I'm sure you can expand, but. Uh... And he just carries on up the stairs and he's just, yeah. And you can see he's just thinking away to himself, his tail's kind of swishing behind him. Goes up the stairs. Uh, the Pulls a thesaurus out of absolutely nowhere. 
and just starts rifling. <laughs> <laughs> Damn good thing. She pulls it directly yeah. out of her hand. Yeah, that's a little bit. I can't, I like yeah, that. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's just, I, you know, I'm here all day, night-ish. I, I will wait until to find that, the time of this to make sure if Dan's not watching it now. <laughs> the time's he knows time. exactly when to watch, just for that moment. The dogs of rats. <laughs> the do- oh, Drake Lazarus says, ah, oh, rats, the dogs of quadrupeds. No, wait, the dogs of small furry. No, wait, the dogs of rats? <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, so, yes, Fleeting enters the bar with the rest of you. Um, he uh, orders some breakfast. He does ask um, Jackman for some rats. Uh, Jackman just. It's <laughs> very, very funny. Um, yeah, and just offers him some, some bread and some cheese and, he, and a bit of pork and he, he chows down on that. Um, he tries to ask him what the collected noun is, the rats, but it doesn't go anywhere. Does he try to rename um, any of the other things he's eating? And well? he just, he's just there with you, just kind of eating while the rest of you are conversing, um, just, just nodding along, not really saying anything. Well, um. I, I, I guess uh, the observation is that I, uh, we uh, we have to deal with this situation for Mr. Jack, and, uh, and then uh, I would propose, well, I intend to uh, head on to Hilbert and find the, uh, the two dwarves, hunt down Miss Helena. Uh, Seth, what of your uh, contract? For that, it's actually slightly towards that way, down in... Uh, it's not on my map. Uh, where was he going to? It was class, wasn't it? Class, yeah. So let's say it's class, which is a lot further on towards the west. But it's in the but right it's direction. But it's in the right direction, and it's a start. Mm. Um, Flaming yeah. Jacks is pretty close to the cave entrance because we obviously walked out. Yeah, about a day. Yeah, less than a day. But um, no, it's an element, no carriage. This shallow is also always a some. Money. Yeah, we do need to head that way, but... Uh, you know, Hilberg was where I was meant to be going before I, I got an aunt and an uncle up that way. Yes, I'm pretty sure that was Should we, uh, maybe, um, maybe Hilberg and then look back to... Yeah, as I, I was going to suggest that we head back to uh, Halfridge to clear our names, collect our money and such, but uh, the information that uh, Tina got us was pretty useful. We should follow that trailer before we lose them. We are already quite a, quite a bit behind them. Mm-hmm. The longer we wait, the further they get. If we clear out these rats as quick as possible, then uh, we can get a move on as quick to try and save as quick as possible. Then. In fact, as Seth finishes this, you see the two dwarves coming down the stairs all armoured up and ready to go. And uh, not uh, Tina kind of nods over to, to you all in terms of Hello. Well, um, so that's the plan then. So we'll, um, we'll see you uh, soon. I hope. Uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, I've, uh, I've been taking care of my leg. It's feeling a lot better now. But uh, I, uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll look after him, and he looks after me, and we'll see you in, uh, in Hilberg. Yes. Fantastic oh. news. Love it. Brilliant plan. Indeed. Wonderful. Mm. Good, good I, luck, Taryn. Yeah, and uh, you know, there was a there was a dragonborn that was uh, hanging around outside in full plate armor uh, last night, and a, a, black, a black dragonborn. Yes, he um, he was asking about uh, me wanting to talk with somebody inside from uh, something to do with some some creatures, and he mentioned Hilberg. Um, if you see him, just say that we've gone on to Hilberg. I had a nice uh, conversation with him, and you know, I I think I can be of assistance in the future. Yeah, no, that's, that's quite enough, Doug. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Torrance, uh, if you do need to move on from uh, Hilberg before we are made up, um, 
leave leave uh, a note uh, as to where you're going with the uh, the, the shop open uh, the keepers the general shopkeepers okay oh I, I for, 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 for us. a note yes um I probably get my brother here to write the note only oh. I'm uh, not so literate you know oh that's that's fine that's quite alright okay um plan then uh, uh, right, come on then brother let's go <clears throat> all right. <laughs> Good to see you, and they just and outside. And they're gone. Brookon, as, as they go, as they kind of, you know, they, they, they bid farewell. Brookon kind of smiles and waves as soon as they they've left the room. As soon as they've, they've gone out the door and it shuts behind them, he just turns around and goes, "So they're going to be dead by the end of the day." Oh, uh, uh, that's half. Right. That's half. I, I kind of think that's not the biggest loss. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't really know them. No, so. come, they were they were competent and capable when uh, they were not stone or trapped under stone or. No, that's, well, uh, he, he's quite right. Stone. I mean, they were, you know, they, 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 their intentions were good. I, I would, I would say, um, if, if I was, if, if I had anything to say about it, says, yeah, run for it. Goes back into his rough. So, if we want to make a move as quick as we can to Hillberg, should we take? Should we do all these rats downstairs? I'm just, uh, by the way, I've just, uh, I've, I've decided that Leoberin uh, has a popped collar. <laughs> Love it, brilliant. Uh, Pop the rough. Yep. Straight up, yeah. Anyway, um, I remember you two, and the militaristic-looking elf uh, just comes over a second. Oh, I don't suppose you've. Yeah. Have you heard anything? Her. Oh. Uh, her, her. She's got a the kind of reddish streaks in her black hair. Um, I remember she was in the corner when we were having the bar fight. Yeah, she's yeah. got. Um, she was in the same at the same table, yeah. um, just on her own. So I had quite a successful evening of mage arm wrestling. Uh, oh yes, you arm wrestled a dwarf. And she just and she holds up this big old um, sack and just shakes it full of coins. Um, so um, if you do find anything about my grandmother, uh, I suppose you found anything at all. Frey, we got slightly distracted with um, a cave in to the to the uh... a cardinal direction. <laughs> south, it's south, south, southwest, southwest, yeah. To that direction. Right, um, no leads. Not yet. Right, well, okay. Uh, well, you know where I am, if you find anything. Yeah. Well done. Um, also, um, you look like, I mean, I can see you've got quite a party now, um, adventuring types. We had a few adventurers in here last night talking about, uh, the Armour of Invulnerability, apparently this mythical artefact. Supposedly was lost some time ago around here, um... Wow, that's really specific mm. item name. I know. No, <laughs> honestly, the amount they were going on about this item, I mean, yeah. And these are not folks I normally see in here as a regular like? patron. Uh, there's a few dwarves, kind of a tan complexion. Um, kind of provincial, you know, like the, you know, remember, um, was it Mace? The uh, the dwarf uh, oh, yeah. who uh, you got in a bit of a scuffle with, as I recall. Yeah, a few of his types. Um had some just general adventuring types not particularly well armed but uh, looking like they could do with some coin a few of those around um, yeah anyway armour of invul- invulnerability I heard about it frankly I don't believe the stories but thought you'd be interested thanks thanks for the heads up no worries at all we don't already have enough to do I 100% forgot about it grandma such yeah. like, yeah. like a minuscule yeah. side plot I think she knew that I 100% like when she came I was like I don't even remember our conversation with her to be fair oh my grandma went missing quite recently how recent is that about 100 years ago yeah 100 years ago, years ago wasn't 200 it? 200 years ago yeah that isn't she a ghost is she 
is he just a special ghost? Like, forgot Are you actually dad? asking her this? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm not asking her this. I was going to say, her complexion is um, kind of pale. Not as pale as, as Nerys, but, you know. Like, it's not like really made drama, it's just like... Biggest rose kind of thing going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, yes. Uh, Let me know if you find anything. We will. Mount Arflex, everybody's water skin goes to the bar, fills them up with fresh water. Yep. We have water in our water skins now. Uh, yeah. Redistributes them. Um, uh, I think, Mr. Jack, we uh, may be ready to uh, <coughs> help you out. Right. Um, well, um, you know where the entrance is. I will. Uh, I will man the bar, and I will make sure that you're not followed. <laughs> oh. So, we had started to head down. Um, anyone want to go first? Oh, uh, I don't mind, but uh, I turn to Nerys, candle out. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, much appreciated. And uh, that's you lit your candle, yeah. Shield out, and we go to the cellar. Uh, whoever goes through the tunnel last, I'm just going to reckon they pull the uh, barrel back behind us to stay. Yes, yeah, so nothing gets through. If we don't come out and there's not an extra fight waiting for us at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sir. I think okay. being optimistic there. Jack wants us to fight. Fight God will be fighting. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you will be. So I'll um. I'll come in behind you. You're going. For, you going first or the? Yeah, I'm going first. How how dark is it? How far back does it look like it goes? Um. Okay, so when you get to the, uh, when you take a look inside, it looks like um, it's it's a kind of windy passage ahead of you. So you can't see how far oh, back okay. it goes currently. Um, it it looks it's it looks like from where it starts, it's quite narrow. Um, it, you can maybe get you can possibly get two of your abreast. Oh, two next to each other. Yeah, possibly. Oh, okay. Uh, but with a bit of a squeeze, you could. I'll come with you to the side then. Okay. So two of you at the front. Yeah. Okay. So um, so as you um, enter this this cavern uh, tunnel entrance, uh, the this the stone woodwork of the tavern leaves you behind, and instead your um, what you're entering into is feels kind of it it, it feels kind of clammy, kind of damp, um, just with these rock walls kind of um, crowding you in about ten feet high, and you carry on through there. You can hear um, a faint it's sound like of water. Ten feet high. As in the ceiling, ten feet high. Oh, so we can stand. Yeah, you're standing. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, it, it's it, it was a, it, the entrance itself was maybe five feet. And oh, it's opened right. up to ten feet. Oh. It, so you didn't have to crawl. I or literally anything. thought we were all crawling the whole way through this like no, 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 winding no, tunnel. No. Oh, we're gone. Sorry, I, I misled you there. Um, <laughs> as I say, I'm literally the main reason I decided to do it. No, this isn't true. But but a handy benefit of being a dwarf is just kind of like yeah, cool, whatever. I'm just going to walk. Literal. <laughs> um. Uh, and you walk and you walk through um, for a few minutes before the passage kind of opens up into a larger uh, area. You two are at the front, so can you both make perception checks, please? Okay, seventeen. Less than seventeen. Okay, so with your hide martyr sheets, I need it. So keep reading that one. So with your seventeen, um, your elven eyes manage to pick up. Uh, the, so the breadcrumbs and stuff that you'd spotted before, you're seeing more of these bits of cheese, uh, some salted pork as well. There's just seems scattered bits of food um, just dotted about as you progress into the tunnel. You can see it's leading further in. Um, 
and uh, as it opens up into this this uh, into a larger uh, area, you see that these um, these breadcrumbs and stuff are starting to trail, uh, starting to scatter a bit more into piles, just in this more open expanse in front of you. Um, as far as your um, dark vision can see, the um, I'll tell you what, why don't you get a map out? I was just Go thinking. Do you want to yeah. turn to map six? Comes out. Indeed. So you guys are at the uh, that end, the left hand the end nearest to DK. Um, when it opens out. Oh, depop the orange colour. No. And uh, then drop it. And as you um, get into that area, shall I? Shall we? Shall we get the, the camera out? Yeah. Uh, I believe James is on camera duty today. I've lost his base. How low can you go? Let the base. The base. The base. No. So as you. Um, Fortunately, um, because it, because your uh, of your perception check, looking around in this in this more opened out area, you um, also notice in addition to the breadcrumbs and so on uh, within the cave entrance, uh, in the rocky outcrops that kind of um, frame the area, you see uh, three you see two sets two sets of uh, beady reddish eyes staring back at you. Where do we see himself from, sir? From the rocky outcrops, um, one to your left, one to your right. No, no, within that area that you're in. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so you, you spot that. So can everyone roll initiative, please? Sure. Um, I don't suppose you've got a spare 2 by 3 Lego base Just sit piece. down. Oh, no, Lego problems. It's gone missing. I might do. It will be recoverable. Yep, I've got one. But a bit awkward during the stilling. There you go. I have people's stats. Um, so for the audience yes. at home, the players that are here today have elected to take on combat duties of the three players that are here. So Just this so might that be Jack bit... isn't having a fight with himself. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be quite nice. I would I would definitely appreciate that. Yes, because you've rested. Six glorious spell slots. Six of them. Northern Heights are watching you. And I'm just going to put her wand into battle mode. Okay. Oh shit, I know, it also means I need to roll first fleet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You were all twice. <coughs> okay. Uh, okay, so who rolled 25 through 20? Uh, I'm on 26. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's even better. We'll How? Take that. What? How? Plus 7 initiative for Swashbuckler. Ah. Oh. 26, you say? Yeah. Top this of the is, leaderboard. This is, this is where the salt classes start coming out. Did you, uh, sorry, did you roll a natural... No, you rolled... 19. 19. So that's not even his best. No, well, it's that's, a, yeah, that's, good that's, even that's kind of high. impressive. Yeah, minus plus 7. He said smugly. Yeah. You see, thanks to the, what is it, the alert thing? 
Yeah, that gives I'm you a good plus five. With I'm plus crazy. seven, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so twenty six. Uh, anyone else? Twenty five through twenty two. Nope. No point. I love he said through to a twenty-two. Yep. Yeah, because one of them got a twenty-two. Cut rats don't get plus twos on initiative. They've got plus two dexterity, they do. Mm. Hey, mm. we now know they have plus two dexterity. And they roll natural twenty. Mm. Anyway, uh, anyone? Okay, so uh, twenty through fifteen. Yeah, Brucon got eighteen. Brucon and eighteen. Um, Fleeting got sixteen. Uh, Mars, uh, Neris got 16. Okay. Sorry. Neris can just go. Just have Neris go first. Neris okay. and then fleeting. Alright. Uh, okay, that's. Anyone else? No? Just those? Okay, uh, 15 to 10. Um, Leobrin got 13. And Malar got 12. Leobrin got 13, did you say? Correct. Okay. There are two healers in the second half of the yeah, initiative, ready, yeah. ready to heal us. Yeah, in the react section of the initiative. Uh, sorry, 13 for Leobrin and who, sorry? 12. Mala 12. 12. Is that, uh, I think, is that everyone? Yeah. Brilliant. Okie dokie. Oh, I just want to give you these little things as well. So there's a number one, because you're number one. Oh. Yeah. Two, three for four for Neris. Five, four. Fleeting, I'm so oh, sorry. Hang on, sorry. I'm over there. Six, four, me. Seven, four, Yobrin. Here. Thank you. Uh, Malar at the end. Great. Eight out of those ten were used. Fantastic. Okay, guys. So, um, so first up then Do we is have little, um, Seth. Yes, oh. uh, unfortunately not actual rats because I don't have them for some reason. No, that's well, I've got other I'll, I'll be disappointed when we have actual mini minis that accurately represent them. Oh, there is. You're in for a treat with one of the ones I got today. Uh, Ewoks. I'm having, I'm having dog flashbacks. Yeah. Where, where, where does the Ewok rat go? Uh, yeah, right. um, they one in the rocky over there and one on the opposite side. These are giant rats. That's it for now. I expect to see some. So you spot two of them. From you, buddy. Cool. No pressure. I'm gonna move straight up to first one. Uh, Draw the short sword and yeah. I I can't say I had something already prepared like a weapon out, so I should have had. Second encounter for Seth with rats, and it's time to exact your revenge for being knocked unconscious the first time. Uh, so 14. 14 misses, unfortunately. <laughs> this was the problem last time. And now I'm going to use a bonus action to disengage because I know this shit now. <laughs> Just pull um, back. Oh no. Okie dokie. Uh, so I know this shit now, so I know to just pull back. Just get the heck out of there. Right. With that, <clears throat> the two. Okay, so those two rats jump out. One on Malar. Another one that you didn't see comes out with him. Attacks on Malar. And two go for you. Okay. First two on Malar. Gonna try and bite ya. Using their pack tactics to get advantage. Uh, that's cocked. Okay. Uh, 
What concerns me is he's got two initiative things. Everything you know of just moved. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything you know of just moved. That's not a good sign. Four, uh, so does um, does eighteen hit? Yes, just barely. Just hit. Okay. So one of them gets a bite in on you. It's a little rat teeth. You take four points. Sorry, three points are of, uh, of no four points of piercing damage. Uh, second one goes for a bite on you. Again, that 15 on the dice, so that's going to be 19 with hit as well. So you take another four points of piercing damage. As these two rats are gnawing into your legs, into your, your, your trunk, your great mighty oak-like legs. Taking bites into your little nibbles. The two on you... Then you have 11 to hit. Uh, 11 on the dice? Yeah, Okay. Yes, that's right. So those two, so first one misses you, you managed to out the way like, not today, rats. Second one, yeah, it does bite you there. Uh, yeah, the second one got, got, got oh. you. As you moved out of the way of the first one, you move yeah. straight into the path of the second one, you take five points of piercing damage as it, as it grabs into your, um, into your free arm. That's fine. I All right. Live for this now. That's them, Brucon. Brucon. Uh, okay. Um, he's gonna pull out his short sword, and uh, are we? Is the the red squiggles? Is that's just rocky and rocky outcrop. So it's um, it's not difficult terrain. It's just slightly elevated. Fine. Okay. Well, in that case, he's gonna leap out to the side, and uh, attempt to kebab one of the giant rats. Aha, so he gets advantage on the attack because of uh, flanking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. His shorty, his shoddy sword. Shoddy, shoddy, shoddy. So short sword attack first within, uh, with with um, advantage. Uh, okay, so that's 17. 17 hits. Yeah, and then the unarmed follow-up attack as his bonus. Uh, the, that's uh, 20. Unarmed follow-up attack? Cool. This is a muck. That's the Oberon you just moved. It is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> sorry, I was like, sorry. wait a minute. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just replicate that, but over yeah, here. Yeah, no, that's instead. fine. So they both he's got, yeah. he's got 35 feet of movement, so you ought to be able to get that. Um, yeah. Both of those hit, roll for damage. Cool. So we've got a d6 and a d4 plus uh, 6, because two hits. Uh, so that's 9 points of damage. 9 points of damage. And with that. Yeah, you just uh, you stab him with the sword, but it's the punch to the head that, that kills uh, that one. It's it's out cold. You can remove that one from the board. Uh, yep. Yeah, that one. That boy. That's one Ewok dog rat down. Fire fist, or we riot. <laughs> Is that a point so in slip? Is that a monk thing? Uh, is that your thing, Fire Fist? Or no. Or talking about Nerys now? Um, who's to say? Um, well, uh, they Fire Fist. Fine. Oh, no, uh, to be fair, no, uh, it, it is a Nerys thing, but it's not, uh, it's not a combat move. It's a, it's a. Uh, oh, on her turn, it's, it's, it's Nerys' default thing. response to "I don't like this situation." Is now my hands are on fire. Well, it's Surely other things maybe as well. Well, funny enough, because are you doing anything else? Oh you uh, no, that's pretty much that, uh, mur- murdering a giant rat is uh, is more than enough for Brucon. All right, so uh, next is Nerys. Uh, so with Nerys, she's going to step forward to right next to the rats and toast the rice glowing red. A fire fist, so she's just sort of just coming up and she's looking. Uh, she goes, fucking save the kit people to fight the rats. Everything comes down to me. She's going to move both hands forward to make her burning, burning fist, hands. burning hands shape. I call it burning fist for this one. 
and she's going to fire it in a 15 foot cone to try and get both of these without getting mana. Yeah, you can do that. Um, so that's, uh, but, but, I would say, but I would say to specify that all, uh, Martyr's request, I'll bribe someone with Nando's to get Martyr's character to set her own fist on fire and punch something. Burning hands doesn't count as a, setting your fist on fire. No. So, um, that's not yeah. as close as we can. Yeah, so you use burning hands. So she's got a burning hand. So they have to make dexterity so saves. Dexterity saves uh, DC 12. Yeah. I think she's got. Yep. Okay, they both fail. So they both fail, so that's 3d6 damage. Yeah, 3d6 fire damage. Oh. So that's uh, 10, 10 damage. Each. With a screech, both of them smolder yeah, and collapse down. Ignite! Ignite! Cool, so Martyr's one-shotted two of them. Yep. I think, I think we're set for pyromaniac stuff. Yep. Cthulhu goes on the second thing the initiative he's got and we'll die. Nerys doing anything else? Uh, you look further into the chamber, you see the other That's monster. It's the Tarask. You all done. <laughs> so, Jay Lazarus said he's disappointed the lack of commitment to the fire fist course. I got as close, but I did burning fist. It was as close as I could get. Well, well, I mean, you know. Opinion is divided on just how burning and how fisty the burning fist is. Like I mean, Martyr said afterwards, excellent work. excellent work. So, I'm. The, yeah. Happy, Sometimes you, know? you just got to leave the audience, audience hungry for more, you know. Um, so, uh, three out of the four giant rats <laughs> taken <laughs> care of. That was Neris's turn. Next, this up. party will fuck you up. Three uh, out of four giant rats are great. Next is fleeting. Fleeting is next. Uh, fleeting is going to pull out his. I believe his uh, weapon of choice is actually a warhammer. It's that or the battle axe because he carries two yeah, two-handed he's weapons because he's a man. He's a lord onto himself. Bop waves at you. Which is not <laughs> normally how paladins work. Bop bop. Clearly doing it differently. Smarter than your uh, average paladin. He is going to swing with the warhammer. He gets advantages to flanking. Yeah, even better. He's doing it two-handed. Uh, so oh, that's a, that's a crit. Twenty. Yeah, there we go. We're all over uh, the So it'd be actually two d tens if I'm. Um, Two-handed. Uh, yeah. uh, for for what sake? The warhammer. Yeah, I think that's a versatile weapon. So yeah. it goes up to a D10. It does. So yeah. Uh, five plus. So it's ten, eleven points of bludgeoning damage. He smashes its skull in, uh, and it just flumps to the floor, just flat out. I like thought you guys have done well for honouring what Fleeting would want to do today. Of, right, I, yeah. of the name, the wave. You, you guys are Fleeting down. Yeah. Like so we don't even No, we don't. <laughs> Come back. I, I, like, I feel that we are playing on the, the very beginning of a myth. Like, I, I, we are placeholdering. There is a. Back. One second. Uh, I'm going to take a very short break because I want to see what that was. Two seconds. Well, that was uneventful. I was like, is it Dan? Has he come? <laughs> no, he hasn't. Uh, he, he sensed he was needed to kill a rat. Okay, so um, with the last of the giant rats taken care of, good timing actually. Um, you see, uh, you you all hear a hiss from uh, a high-pitched hiss from the ceiling above you, and you never look up. Never and you see, ten foot. I'm seven foot. It's in my it's in my eyesight. It's uh, well, it, it's hugged up against the the ceiling. But what you what you, you do see now that it, it now that it re- has revealed it's itself cool. to you, yeah. you see an eight-legged, multi-eyed rodent. Oh. What? Yes! Yes! Knew it! Yes! <laughs> rat King! Yes! <laughs> what is this mutant? It's a rat, it's king. rat king! It dives down and jumps <laughs> at Nerys' oh, no. face. <laughs> what head is that? That's a 
Bloody right. Along with its friend, oh which I, I didn't have it's another a, thing, so... Yeah. Where, where, where's the head? Is it a Five Nights at Freddy's uh, head? No, it's a Nesquik. It's a cook. Oh, yeah, it's Nesquik. Because it does look like a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. This guy. And they are yes. currently. Uh, they both jump down from the ceiling up. at Nearest. On Nearest. Are there two of these? Two of them. Right, okay. A pair of rat kings. A pair, chat for a more pair rats, of please. spider now rats. Have mutant rats. Teenage mutant ninja rats. To be fair, Splinter was. Except for the teenage part. Pretty yeah. much exactly that. Exactly. So are they the same thing, the two of them? Yep, they're both the same and they look different because I don't have another one of those legged thingies, um, unfortunately. So uh, they jump, they leap down to attack, to, to grab onto... Uh, one of them leaps to grab Neris's face. <laughs> that one, I think, is going to die. Guys, really stop swearing! <laughs> For goodness so, sake. So the fun fact about Twitch, it doesn't like aggressive swearing. Um, and they're just which like, is, what? Yeah. Awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, does a 14 hit Neris? Uh, no, so yes. is 14. Steps. So yeah, it, so, so she's going to use shield. She's nice. going to use shield as this thing tries to latch onto yeah. her face. Excellent work. Excellent work. The second one also leaps down, tries the same thing. Uh, does he need to be on the same else, face? They both... Jack, does he need to be somewhere else on the map? They, they no, they're both going for her, so that, that's yeah, fine. The, one was behind the other one. Oh, sorry, yeah. Like they're, they're meant to be gathered around know. here, yeah. Um, it's a Rat King party, and Neris is invited. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, this one goes going to go try and bite her. Natural 20 this time. Ah, uh, seems 19. Uh, so, yeah, 25 is going to get it, and it's crit, so it's double damage. So... I tried to keep her alive. <laughs> I tried yeah, really did, hard you, you to keep did, her alive. You did the thing. You, I mean, you killed two rats. She killed two rats. She used shield. There wasn't much else. We, I'm sorry, Martin. Yeah. Oh, that was low rolling by me. Um, you're, welcome, <laughs> you're welcome. Five points of piercing damage, uh, uh, and um, the second down. spider latches onto her face. The spider rat's now engulfed. You, her head almost disappears as the, the, the legs go around her uh, and she's currently uh, blinded and unable to breathe oh you you, you said spider spider rat yeah oh right yeah I was going to say because it is is a rat king which is spider rat vaguely spidery it's a spider rat cool spider rat cool 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 spider rat is that the end of spider rat's turn I'm just just checking um, what other deeply unpleasant things is it going to be? Yeah, that's it. That's, that is, no, that that's is, it. That's, that's it. Yeah. The, the end of the deeply, list of deeply unpleasant. unpleasant things. The facehuggers from Alien yes. in spider rat form. Uh, yeah, so, so Neris now is stumbling around with a rat, a spider rat attached to her face, smothering her. Uh, okay, Leo Brin's turn next. Exactly. And you can I just see like the, the red nest. hands, like the fire just coming I kind of want to take the Nez quick head off and put it on Marta. <laughs> Hmm? I kind of want to take yes, the Nesquik bunny yeah, head off and put it on Marta. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, why, so why the hell not? Leobrin. 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 <laughs> That's you. Uh, <laughs> Leobrin, where are Leobrin. you? Leobrin. Oh, no. uh, I was just, just wondering about setting the whole damn place on fire. Um, that feels like a reasonably uh, Leobrin type of reaction. However, um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking. Um, yeah, they're, they're spelled out here. Uh, cantrips. Is only got two? Okay. Um, for, uh, absent. <laughs> what a giant catalution. 
He is all in for illusions. <laughs> he is. Uh, yeah, okay. His yeah, character cool. sheet really is. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, um. Poor Fairy Fire. Yeah, so Fairy Fire doesn't feel like a things. phenomenal idea as the first response. We'll, try, yeah. we'll, go, with my, we'll go with minor illusion first. So, Leobrin's. First, I mean, to be fair, the man, the yeah, I'm, giant cat. I'm, 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 I'm saying giant cat. I'm extremely open to um, a public consultation on this. I mean, to be, you are so, controlling the character. So, you have the final decision. Uh, yeah, Don't let's, let let's go with a. So hang on. So we've got one of them uh, firmly. La- so so Neris has got this face full of rat king wing wong from one. Yeah, it is latched onto but her face. But the other one is Ness. just next to her. Correct? It's on the floor. Yeah, ready yeah. to. That one's to next strike to her. her. That yeah. one's eating her head. Okay, minor illusion. Has a range of thirty feet. So, um, in fact, okay, it's going to be minor illusion. The sound of a f- large predatory cat um, immediately behind the the rat king that is not currently attached to Neris's face. <laughs> Sorry, the, the last comment. Drake Lazarus. We're coming a giant version of beloved family pets, and we choose cat. Come on. <laughs> He's, all, he's rooting for the dogs there. Okay, yeah. Um, the yeah. thing is, these are illusory, so Seth cannot then kill them. So it's the sound of a cat, of a, uh, of a giant cat. Uh, we're, we're working on it. So I'm thinking we'll get it off yeah. the head. Uh, poor film. Ants. This is really weirdly organised. There we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for the love of God, yeah. get the spider out of Neris's face. Uh, that's an 11. 11 misses unfortunately yeah. uh, sorry misses it's a performance check it's, it does the yeah, noise it does, I'm so sorry yeah. it seems unperturbed yeah, there we go it's not it sufficiently <laughs> yeah it doesn't do a sufficiently uh, intimidating job um, uh, anything else with Lou uh, I'm gonna suggest I think he's probably I kind of think it's especially cowardly but um, I think what he will do is just kind of um, tuck into Malar a little bit. Malar seems to be sort of base. In the game of tag that is life in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Malar is base, so I'm going to suggest that I'm, I'm going to have Leobrin. <laughs> he is the Alamo. Sort of, yeah, and basically. Yeah. On that note? Yeah, almost literally, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's now Malar's turn. Speaking of whom? Moves away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Leobrin taps you on the shoulder and says, I'll give you, I'll give you guidance. No, he doesn't. Malar will walk up to Neris. Now, this thing is smothering her. She's unable to breathe right now. Yes. Then I'm assuming it can't run away. Yes. So uh, Malar is not going to try and whack it with his quarterstaff. He's just going to try and grab and pull it off. Okay, and so for this, just make a strength check. Goodbye, Neris' head. It's just a strength check for this specific thing that's just written down in here. Nice! 21. 21, yep. You, you rip it off of her, off of her face. <laughs> the eyes glowing really red. She is pissed. Yeah. You, got, you grab the spider the and it's got it in your hand. It's like, it's like now like it's sprawled out its legs. It's trying to grab it. You know. Was that my entire action? Uh, that was an action to do that, yes. Uh, I'm just going to hold there. I've got <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so wait, top of the order, Seth. Cool. Uh, to the one that Malar is holding, I'm going to immediately go over to it. So I'm going to try and position myself here. Yep. And, yeah, so I'm going to draw out my dagger as well. Yeah, so, um, so you've got advantage because flanking. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, yeah. A, that's a gravy. 
So the short sword, uh, yep, so I've rolled a 22. 22 hits, roll of damage. Short sword, d6, and sneak attack 2. So with the first one, uh, 13, 16 damage on the first hit. 16. Crunches into it. You see a. Uh, you see a, a, the. Um, you manage to hack off one of its legs um, as it uh, as it hobbles around. But it's still up, but it's staggering. And with my bonus action, I'm going to go to stab it with a dagger. Just there. okay. Uh, oh, now I need to roll to yeah, yeah. yeah. Presumptuous though. Uh, Seventeen. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's just a four. Yeah, reasonable presumption, as it turned out. Yeah, it's uh, again you, you stab into it. Don't add the modifier on the It's just not the modifier. Yeah, so it's just four. Just four. It's um, it's still up, um, but you've uh, caused it some serious hurt. It's being serious. held by Malar. Am I yeah. able to move away from it, or has I got opportunity attack? It still gets an opportunity attack because it's grappled essentially. Uh, then I'll. Oh, then my turn there, and I'm going to get an opportunity to Yeah, and it's like this um, bluish, purplish kind of blood like, pouring out of this thing. Oops. Stab into it. It's, it looks very uncomfortable. It's, very, it's gross. It's so gross. Uh, okay, um, they're out. So, Brucon. Uh, hmm. Getting involved in this action. Um, if you get here, I think you'll get advantage Yeah. Okay, well, he's got move for days because he's a monk, so yeah, we'll go. What was that? One, two, three, four, five. There we go. Are we, are, we, are we good with combat advantage in this position here? Because he's got Malar gripping it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 fine, yeah. Sound. Okay, Flanking. so short sword and uh, unarmed strike. And once again, I'm going to hang on to those key points for the time being. So, short sword first. Uh, that's oh, that's not a great roll. That's a thirteen. Thirteen just hits. It's thirteen does hit. Right. Class, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. And then the unarmed attack as a follow up is yeah. Uh, it's a seventeen on the on the dice. So that hits as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so two hits. So again, pl- uh, d six and a d four plus six. And that's twelve. Uh, yeah, twelve. With that, um, you. Plow into it, um, even just in the first strike, um, you, you rip it in twain, uh, and the second strike just kind of hits the lifeless, like head that's left. This this horrible sort of abortive, um, this gross um, <laughs> abortive. Wow. Sorry, um, this this horrible like just looks like some twisted experiment. The fact that you've got this rat head on this spider body, and you just. And you, you see, you feel that it's not in line with the balance. This is certainly uh, of the of the of the dark rather yeah. than the light. This is definitely an excessive concentration it. of the hebe and also the gb. Indeed, and in you, this, with that you kill it. Um, these rat kings. You split it in half. It's it's dead. Yeah, it's cool. expired. You do uh, anything else? Any movement? Are you good? Uh, that was that pretty much his movement. Got him there. Just a kind of wall run and then bounce off and just and it's dead. Neris. Cool. So uh, to make a ranged spell attack, if you're within five feet, it's disadvantage, isn't it? That's right. Uh, cool. So uh, I feel like Neris would want to get absolute burning revenge for mm-hmm. eating her head. Yep. So I don't think she wants to do firebolt with disadvantage. So I'm going to use another spell slot for burning hands and she's just going to turn around and just go it ate me and just burning hands to its face 
Okay, so dexterity save. What's the save? Not ew, gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the DC? Twelve. 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 Uh, it just failed. Uh, cool. uh, so that's seven damage. Seven damage. Alrighty. Uh, it is slightly singed. Here, here a a, a, a um, uh, piercing from it. As it, as it gets set slightly on fire. It's a horrible noise. A combination of rat and spider is not something you should hear. Um, so she's pretty much standing there facing its face. Literally got the fire going right into its face. Brilliant. Uh, fleeting look is next. Uh, turns. Sees the now eviscerated spider rat thing in Nao's hand. Looks at you and goes, hold on. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. There, fine, that's, that'll do. I saw his mu- movement. Uh, Warhammer again. Divine Smite. Uh, Massive overkill, really. Yeah, I'm not going to hold it. Let's see what the dice say first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's going to be 13. Which that's is a hit. hit. That's exactly a hit, yes. Yeah, so again, it's um, D10. Ten points of bludgeoning damage as he smashes into it with Warhammer again. Um, more of this purplish blood just pulses out of it. Uh, erupts out of it even with the with the uh, impact. It's still going, but it's uh, looking pretty ropey. Uh, it's now its turn. Um, so uh, I'm going to ru- uh, who does it attack though with one it's left? That's a good question. It goes for Neris again. Uh, just leaps through the fire into into her face again. Uh, Nineteen on the dice. Yep, yeah, wraps around her face, and she takes six points of piercing damage uh, as it latches onto her. How's she doing? Uh, she's onto five. Here we go. Leobrin. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> the I love the look to each other. Just so completely keyed up to Brugon. Um this is why I have all, always start character names with the same letter as me. Uh yeah, anyway. Fairy fire. Fairy fire. the the cat thing did not work at all. Um uh, but and Leobrin I I'm taking this as being sort of okay, I'm in a St- stressed situation here, need a response of some kind, not just going to stand here passively. So, fairy fire. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, he's going to do his best to place it so that the minimum number of um, possible targets are, are within uh, within the range uh, or within the, the affected area, which I think means it, the, the Rat King and Fleeting Look are uh, because it's a 20 foot um, radius or something it's a 20 foot cube, 20 foot cube okay. so so you can configure it so that Neris isn't in it and Brucon isn't in it but there's no way to get the Rat King uh, without yeah. getting fleeting looks so what's so the save? the save DC looks to me to be 13 so you can roll for dex. fleeting and I'll uh, roll for the yeah sure oh yeah I'll, I'll yeah. roll for 13 on dex on dex oh, uh, no, the spider succeeds as well spider succeeds okay um 
All Nobody objects and failed save creatures save. Uh, uh, now, what, are, what isn't clear? You have arms of Hadar as well, which Master just said to realize. Oh, no. I don't think so far. Oh, yeah, it has an effect. It just means the area is glowing in this, in a suitably Leobrin pinkish purplish glow. Okay, I think he would consider that a net win for his turn. Thank, no. Thanks for that. I'll, we'll write arms for the jar down because I've had to update your sheet. Uh, okay, great. Um, Leobrin, that's his turn. Malar. Uh, it's going to come up. Well, same again, really. Just sort of grab Neris and go and try and grab <laughs> Do this, the, this thing off. So. Uh, yep, strength check. Oh, six. This time, it, it almost you kind of... Again, and you go to grab it, and this time it's not... It, and it's not going, and you can see Neris is being pulled with it. Like, <laughs> And you try to pull it off. It's still there, it's still stuck to her face, firmly not going anywhere. Um, I'll tell you what then. Bonus action. Healing word. Oh, Neris. You're cool. Okay, so that's um, two, three. Arms of Hadar is a real. Seven points of healing. <laughs> it's a real mixed blessing spell <laughs> in an enclosed environment, I've got to tell you. <laughs> As, as your other, as your only, uh, as, as the other option uh, in a closed environment to Eldritch Blast, it's um, yeah, cool. controversial. Um, it's just anything within ten feet must make a strength saving throw or take a bunch of necrotic damage to the face. Is that in your turn? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think it's not I don't think I get, I don't get advantage because there's no one directly across from me. So nope. it's just regular yeah. hit, but I do still get sneak attack. Because you've, you've got allies, yeah. yeah. So, first attack with short sword is 23. Hits. So, with a sneak attack. Uh, 23. Because it's 23, I'll say that. Um, no, no, sorry, carry on. You, you hit, it doesn't uh, 20 damage. 20 damage. Uh, describe to us how you destroy so, the I'm going to try and how do you. Bro! That was more than its total <laughs> hit points. <laughs> Where it's where it's head uh, where like it's biting Marta, I'm going to try and chop. Neris. Sorry, where it's biting Neris. I'm going to try Neris and chop its head off, so that oh, it's literally just the head on top of Neris, so we can get it off easier. So I'm literally just decapitating it. Uh, so its rat head drops off from its spider so body. Now there's Neris goes standing there with flops the a floor. rat head on her head. <laughs> and it's like land, like 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 slicing the apples, and it pop, and it lands on her head, and she... and um, like end of combat, we all immediately try and get the head off her, so we take that off uh, while she's even. Don't forget, she can press the digitate. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. pretty shortly. So yeah, you. Uh... She's, she's learned that after the last time she was covering something she didn't want to be. Yeah. And forgot she could do that. It's a it's a real it's a reasonable way to respond to, uh, when yeah. the first time it happens to you. I think she shrugs it off, press the digitates on herself, just with a snap of her fingers. Um, she's suddenly clean. All the purplish, gory gore is off of her. Uh, gory gore. And she goes, guys, can we please just move on? I don't want to be here she's with just the gonna, spider she's rats. She's just going to step back and she's just going to sort of go like this to her head and just firebolt corpse. <laughs> Fire punch corpse. Set her hat. No, she's she's going to move, move a bit away. Yeah, fire fist that corpse. Move, move a bit away and just, she goes, firebolt, <laughs> looks aside, more, more corpse, and she just goes, firebolt, firebolt to all the corpse. So the, the rats There's are just a lot now flaming corpse right. on fire. Cleanse it with fire. Okay, so it looks like the immediate danger has passed. Um, so 
You guys are now at the. the uh, you know, I've actually, for the last one, she's not. She's not going to cast firebolt. She's going to fire a hand. Um, no, she's going to. I was trying to help you. No, she's going to. She's going to have the fire with, like circling around her feet with her control flame, and she's going to fire kick it. Okay. Fire yes, kick. there it is, and there it is. Control flame. I'm, I'm not giving yep. them what they want. Yeah. So she's used control flame to keep it by her foot, and she's just kicking the head that was on her last ah. with, with fire kick. Nice. Uh, so with I'm not giving them. So she she kicks it. She fire kicks the corpses. It's not the time yet. That's, the, <laughs> that's, that's where it is on. And uh, that and that is that is the end of that. Uh, as the sort of the excitement of the encounter dies down and returns to this um, this slow dripping sound of the um, of of the cave. Um, one voice opens up. Whoops. One voice. One voice. Uh, Pipes up in the otherwise silence. So, what do we call these things? <laughs> Has anyone got a name for these? Because I had a thought. Share your thought. I mean, I mean, unless anyone objects. I was thinking we could call them Aratnids. He would love that. That's so perfect. Because you know the, the spider, the, the rat, the rodent. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, no, it makes a lot that of sense. It's actually yeah, good. I can see the logic there. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, and does anyone know the collective noun for a group of um, arachnids? I walk away from them. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it? I don't. I don't know, but I have a feeling it's about to be something like a molestation of arachnids. I've seen. Well, I think a, a web of of arachnids. Um, Maybe. I, I'm working on it. That's, that's, that's uh, certainly better. So, when we finish combat, uh, Marta's <laughs> okay. going to change uh, two sorcery points into another yeah. spell slot. Yeah. Okay, that seems like a sensible plan. Okay, so, uh, what are you guys doing? Are you continuing continuing into the tunnel? or? Uh, can we just do a small investigation, just a, a small uh, brief look around to see if there's lots of food? Here, sure. or, if or if that trail that we were following, like you said, there were little bits of crumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, perception, perception or investigation, up to you. Uh, I'd pro- it'd probably be more a perception. I'm not really looking for anything. Just see if we can follow the same trail. Yeah, yeah. There's piles of it anywhere. Yeah, good perception. What check. do I see? Uh, seventeen. What do your half elf eyes see? Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, okay, so yes, you. Although there are piles of it dotted about in the. Uh, kind of antechamber that you're in, you do see a trail of more um, cheese and bread and so on heading further into the tunnel. Uh, and you actually see it, actually you see it go off to your to the left into that passageway that you haven't looked down yet. Okay. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's an opening to your, to your Marta, right. So she's quite alright. She's gone 12 out of 16, so pretty good. I'm on 16 out of 21, so I'll, I'll be fine. No one else got hit, did they? So literally haven't been touched twice. Yes. Well, how's your health? Oh, I've still got 22, so... Damn! Four con. Damn, bro! Nice. All right. Damn. What's your total? Uh, 30. Holy hell. Uh, that's right. Uh, I, I love having high con characters. Lead the effing way. Uh, okay. So, uh, with... Um, light's not concentration, is it? You've still got your no, lights. No, as so long as she doesn't cast it again, I've got it. Perfect, then, yeah. If you've still got your light, um, I'll come next and... Pleasure by the way. bit. <laughs> like you can, you can just stack the hit points yeah. to kingdom go. It's really fun. I've got, I've got designs for a barbarian. I just don't get the game to use them. In, so 
Uh, actually, that's not true. It was one game, and uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Thanks for that, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall's dropped his uh, spell and ability info into the chat. Oh, um, so for the warlock. Seth is with me, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'll come with him. We are going to check out this... Okay. Alright, you can remove the paper and you can... Uh, so, so as you um, just cast the light on that... A tiny area. bit in front and just stealth. Yeah, just yeah, like, sure. literally, literally like just a step in front. And well, do you want me to come around the corner and like hold at the corner? Yeah. yeah okay. so, uh, so you wait at the corner and then extend your trunk up with the candle, uh, which sure. Daenerys is now lit again to like... It's not going to spell light, is it? Uh, I don't know how long it lasts, so she's done it again. Uh, no, she's not done it. Oh, she, oh, she, yeah, she'll do it again. It lasts for... It's like a, is it a minute or an hour or something like that? No, probably more than a minute. I think it'd probably be an hour then. Yeah, she does it again. She does it again. Out of, out of yeah, yeah, curiosity. Out of, out of whatever. Uh, and you just extend your trunk forward a, a little bit, just around the corner a little bit. And you're going to sneak ahead, so it makes yeah. a stealth check. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, yeah, okay. Pretty stealthy, as far as you can tell. But what you see ahead of you as you um, step into it is, is um, so this kind of hollowed out um, grotto, if you like, um, is uh, there's various barrels and casks uh, in this area, and you can see these trails of, uh, of food leading to this area, and you can see some of the uh, some of these barrels have been opened with uh, bits of grain like pouring out of them. Oh, okay. It's but it appears that there is some kind of order. Grain, the grain barrels all seem to be together. The um, the barrels full of um, uh, full of cheese, and uh, they're all sorted into their different areas. Uh, vegetables. It looks like there's been some order to this. I asked the group. Has anyone ever heard of these uh, arachnids before? Oh, I uh, think you just made it up. No, has anyone ever like actually seen or heard of them before? Oh, uh, no. It's just very odd of, look, to have creatures like this and to have such order here, some things no, will have higher intelligence. Now go into the cave with Seth. Sure. Um, walk up to the, like, sees the same thing. Yeah. Walk up to the barrels. You said... Well, before you get there, um, Seth, you do spot also, sorry, I forgot to add this, um, you also see there is an axe uh, suspended uh, from the ceiling um just in front of the passageway where you would enter. Um, by a web? Or just in the air? It looks like it's attached by some kind of rope, pulley mechanism type thing. You're not sure what it is, but it's suspended there. Cool. You sense with your roguiness that this might be a trap. A trap, yes. It's pretty... An axe hanging from the ceiling... That pointed towards, like as if it would swing in a, as, as if it would pendulate um, and swing down to the entrance where you are. Oh, I, I was totally mispicturing that. I was picturing like a hand axe tied yeah. to the ceiling, yeah. Yeah. like just dangling there. When you said suspended, I was picturing like this oh, light yeah. around yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's like ah, the axe of suspension. Yeah. If you throw it, yeah, magical, it just doesn't go anywhere. Hovers, it's, it's the hand axe that doesn't belong. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't realize you meant. That I thought you literally meant like no, no, it was no, a no, hand no. axe. I apologise. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't articulate that very well, Sliding but it's, it looks like it would oscillate oh, okay. into where you are. Cool. So I'm going to go back. Don't come in. There's a trap here. Uh, one. How far in does it? It's quite does a large it, axe, and it looks like it look maybe like it's it's suspended maybe 15 feet in front of you. Is there in the centre of the? Is there a tripwire? You can make a uh, investigation check to look. Yeah. Oh, seven. You don't see a tripwire. Cool. Then I'm not gonna go. Do I? 
I've, I've rolled a seven. I haven't seen anything I can see. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to let the group know that there's... Let Malo know that. A, uh, there is a, there's a big axe hanging from the ceiling, but I can't see what would cause it to activate. Hmm. What kind of axe is it? Is it in... Uda. It's fleeting low. <laughs> and he pulls out his battle axe. Bigger. It's not one... And <laughs> the other comes in. It's not one of those... Um, Spiritual uh, axes, you know, like the the, the hammer we we no, got that time. No, I realise we've had a lot of axe encounters. Sorry, uh, there's a big axe hanging from the ceiling that, if we walk in, is going to come down and cleave us in two. I could set it on fire. I like oh, that plan. I, uh, but uh, you didn't see any tripwire. Uh, I couldn't see anything. Would you mind if uh, I took a look? Yeah, go. Ahead. Uh, oh, by the will of the eight, help me out. <laughs> Guidance. I would like to look for the trip one. You hear, Throw me a you, you, you here very now. faintly here in the back of your head. Oh, 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 and you feel the warm and jovial uh, oh, presence, right, of, presence uh, of Vestia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, what you, that's what you're going for, is yeah. it? Because warm and jovial, uh, not not so much. <laughs> I was going for bad guy mocking laugh. Yeah, I was going. Oh, yeah. oh no, that's a totally Sin- different laugh. Sinister was was definitely the. Uh, yep. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so. Um, as you look around, no tripwire. But what you do see is you see the so the otherwise stone floor. It, you see there's a carve into it, uh, um, and kind of sensitively just go brush into it, and you can see that there's it's some kind of pla- pressure plate on the floor in the centre of the. Uh, it's only five feet across. Um, this pressure plate in the middle of the. How you'd walk through into that area. Um, one, one, that one, yeah. Um, oh, Mr. Sir, would you mind just, uh, I push you back out of the way? I'd like to get down on the floor and, like, awkward elephant commando crawl to the pressure plate and then just whack it. Uh, Nerys could mate hand it. Committed to this action. Go, go, for Okay, so you're prone. Whack the thing. Okay, so you press it as you as you whack into it with your uh, grey ham of a fist, smash into this plate, and with that, you hear a snap. The axe swings down. You can need to make a dexterity check. It says, but you get advantage because you're prone. The only time. Oh well, I'm adding nothing to this, so it's just a straight roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh. 17. Yeah. Um, yeah. We won't. We won't dwell on what the other one said. Current advantage. The, uh, the, the, so um, there was no other. You, one. It you, never existed. You feel that waft of um, as this uh, heavy piece of metal flies over the top of you and past you, and as you think the coast is clear, you go to get up and you feel your cloak just fall off of you in two pieces. Perfect. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the axe itself is now just kind of it, it, it starts to come back then you move aside and it just dangles when Nera uh, sees you the, the cake goes aside and she sees you just go oh. she comes up just puts the cloak together and she goes Mending yes. yes yes oh she's up she said it and with that your cloak knits back together oh I mean, it takes her. It takes her a little while because it, I think it's was it one, one feet uh, yeah. at a time. So she's like doing it in piece in yeah. stages. But just gives it back to you. 
Um, I would now like, uh, say it's, it's, oh, the, uh, path is clear. I would like to check out these barrels. You said one of them had cheese in. I did, yes. yes I um, did. Um, I'm picturing you still prone on the floor. What, what would you like to do with the barrel Just, of cheese? I would like to, number one, inspect the cheese to see yep. how <laughs> moldy it the cheese. Good, good question. Uh, make an investigation check. Twenty. All right. Looking at the cheese, it looks like a strong Stilton. You're not sure if it was originally a strong Stilton. It looks like one now, and it smells like one too. It's it, uh, um, mouldy. Got that blue veininess to it. Does it smell familiar? Have I smelled this maybe at the bar because we were having cheese this morning? That's a good point. That's a good point. It's um, no. Generally, the stuff that you were served at the bar was much more mild uh, and more a yellowy, um, similar to a cheddar. Sure. This is, uh, yeah, a lot stronger, so it doesn't look like it's come from the bar per se. On saying that, it may have, may have been, and you just were never served it because it was down here, for instance. There is another thing that takes your notice, though. Um, aside from these barrels, as you start like, examining the cheese, you kind of look around and you see um, on top of uh, one of the other barrels is um, a leather-bound journal, uh, just, just in plain view, just on top of this b- a barrel, as well as a... a uh, a thin corked glass vial next to it, full of this opaque yellow liquid, mm, and like it, it glints from the light. Really catches your eye this vial. I'd like to go and pick both up. All right, and I will come back out the cab and say, um, "I believe the uh, way is all clear now, but I uh, found these. Does anybody know what this is?" And I hold out the vial and shosh it around, and so that people can see. Mm. Fred, it's outside my area of expertise. Uh, Mine too. Mm. Oh, um, sorry, well, although, hang on. Can um, cast Tech Magic with his eyes? Yes, he can. Yeah. That's an invocation thing. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if, if I may. I actually hold both up to his face. Hey, and what was it that we decided last time that he does? Like a, there's a uh, noise, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's right, it's like. It's like a barcode scanner. He just goes like full Professor Xavier. It's like. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> I love, I love that you are part of that generation who, when told about P- Professor Xavier, immediately defaults to the yeah. '90s animated kids cartoon. I mean, it is the only, which is the correct animated. response. Yes. There's yeah. no other theme song to go. Charles. So, uh, so yeah. Um... <laughs> Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, actually, just as a note, drink along to the X Men, where Charles and Eric are oh, trigger words. Is brilliant because it's every other. Is it is it brilliant or is it medically dangerous? It's is it brilliant. In it's brilliant for the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, Sorry, Jack. That's um. Yes, that potion is definitely magical, all right. It's not something I've seen before, though. Um, I wouldn't really know what to. Suggest. It's not a healing potion. I say after this, we're heading towards that town. Maybe that uh, general store. Maybe they've got. Maybe they'll know someone who can uh, identify it. And they even want it wear-wise. Uh, quite, and I sort of gesticulate the book as well now. Doesn't... Uh, no, that's just a regular leather-bound book. Uh, it's quite in nice condition. Uh, mm, mm. I, now, doubt, I doubt it would be trapped if the room was trapped as well. I would like to... Well, no, I'm torn between two things. I would like to hand the book over to Brugon. I uh, have something to uh, attend with in, in the cave. I've just and I go back to the cave, pick up a couple of pieces of Stilton. Uh, yep, so you can pick up those, uh, that Stilton. Now you rolled a twenty on your investigation, so yeah. when you go back there, and you pick up some Stilton. Oh, start putting it in your, your yeah. pack. 
something else catches your atten- attention. The northernmost wall. Um, there's a crease in the wall. And uh, on closer inspection, you see a hinge attached to a bit of the wall. Oh, uh, hinge? And there's a cut, and there's, it looks, you can basically see the out, the outline, it's like a carving in the rock, a hinge down one side, or two hinges down one side, and you can see a couple of hand holds, like crevices in the rock, okay. down the other well, line that you can see. Can I start to, can I check the traps along the, like, or check to see where it opens up to? Yeah, okay. The mouth is just pointing, oh, hinge. Yeah. You can check the traps, yeah, yeah. Make an investigation check. Too traumatised by the encounter with the spider rat uh, and the giant rats. Eleven. Mallow has reduced to just saying so nouns. <laughs> to be fair, cheese. That's, yeah, okay. It sounds hollow, but it doesn't sound trapped. Does everyone see any magic on it? I feel like this is the protocol now. As Find a new thing. You check it for traps, he does that. <laughs> yeah. That's good for actually. There, right. there, there is something um, on the other side of the door. Um... There's something of a... I'm going to stand where the hinges, so that as it opens up, I'm not standing in full face, in case a fireball comes out. Okay. So I'm, just, I'm going to try one pressing into it, see if it's like a push door, so you push it and it starts to come open. Nope. Uh, and, then you, and you can see that from the hinges that it must open the other way. You, do you mean towards me? Yeah, you have to yes, oh, Sorry, that's what I meant, like, you know, you push in and it sort of, like, clicks and comes out. Oh, it um, doesn't do that, no. Ah, okay. Uh, can I try and get my... Dagger into one of the creases to try and see if I can. Yeah. You could actually you could fit your hand in if you wanted to. Oh, then yeah, I just open it. And open it to that. Does the fire will come out? Nope. No, but what you do see, what <laughs> you reveal, what you reveal um, is a much smaller uh, square room. It's thick with dust and cobwebs. Um, there's on the floor are some old robes and sort of moth-eaten bits of clothing. Just ha- just thrown around the floor haphazardly. You came here from a pub. And staring at you, with a with a trident poised to strike, is a humanoid statue with the lower half of an octopus in kind of priestly-looking robes. Octopus it's a statue. Octopus legs, human. Cool. We found top the half. den. It's of a mercotopus. We found yeah. the den of those that prayed to eight legs. <laughs> Uh, at the foot of its tentacles are a pile of coins. Can oh. you make a, DC, a, a history check? Won't tell you what the DC is. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. Free. Okay, there's something fishy about this. Wait. <laughs> if he had rolled better on that, would you have not made that pun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. Um, I'm really sorry to humanity. These you but you so looking at it, you're like uh, there's something in the back of your mind. Can't think of what it is. It'll click later. The uh, the ancient clothing on the floor is mundane, mouldy, covered in dust. Um, and what you notice is the surface of this statue kind of secretes this um, like a mucus, like a darkish mucus from it. Uh, and as and as you're gazing at it, you just see it this increasingly mucus, wondering it, if this statue gross. is in fact. A statue, and in and in your head, you hear. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me music change. This is a music change moment. This is very important. What do you need right now? There's a mind flare. Okay, what's a mind flare? Picture a mind. Okay, now flay that shit. 
Good remark. Imagine dropping it into a blender say, and tugging on. F- for fleeting. Um, mm-hmm. You said the statue would look like it's bleeding? It it's kind of a mucus kind of oozing, oozing from it. Can fl- would fleeting cast the Sweating. vine sense to try and detect evil stuff? He can if he likes. He, I mean, yeah, he yeah, would, yeah. 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 I've, lost, so, oh, I've lost a bit of music. Statues so oozing and bleeding black stuff? Uh, he, he does it. Like, I'll tell so you assume that everybody has moved Yeah, he can sense, space. like, un- yeah, we're, we've all moved through to, towards the other room. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of looking in. You're the only one currently in the room. But, um, yeah, oh. so he can senses, like, You're celestial right. undead fiends oh. and yeah. good and evil within 60 feet. Yeah, so, okay, so when he does this... It's not like, it's not that for, for his divine sense, it's just a... It becomes a, yeah, an awareness. Wait, can I can I interject there? When he's doing divine sense, what it is, is, is he, it's not with the eyes, he has to just focus on any point in space, straight at you and just... And, a, and so, so is it his... Um, you really know <laughs> Dan, Dan yeah. really well so, I mean, so to be specific, divine sense allows uh, you to know the location of celestial fiends and undead within 60 feet um, and uh, tell you what type they are it's quite and, and evil it, as well, it's, it? um, it's quite so unsettling it's good and evil or something no uh, no not, not, from, you, not from divine sense have you been playing paladin all, all this time John? no just stuff on beyond so I'd say mechanically he doesn't see anything but uh, uh, is it quite unsettling when, when fleeting stares at you anyway because of being a Always. tiefling he's got pupilless eyes anyway so it's quite hard to know exactly where he's looking but um, when um, when this happens uh, I'm gonna have to go for my second optional music. Yeah, it's not like the first even, one. You can like smell even good. Smells like heavenly music in your ears. Smells like heavenly music in your ears. Fleeting um, shudders. His, his normal kind of. He's uh, normally quite placid and uh, right. generally unperturbed demeanor. Just kind of changes a bit. And he. Mm. That's what the celestial theme thing. No, uh, no, and he just walks away. And he just walks away. No, no, just goes goes into another part of it. He just goes and waits by the entrance to this little antechamber. Just, just, no, no. Oh, I like this chamber more and more. <laughs> <laughs> the you hear you, only you hear this kind of sound. This um, sl- almost slow motion winding, and you hear one voice, the same haunting voice that you heard in yeah. your dreams. Very close now. <laughs> You've got to start practicing this to yourself first, like. <laughs> I know. I think it's deliberate. <laughs> is, is this by Tobias Bianca? Because all the words coming out sound dirty. It's just me. Everything I say sounds dirty. Um, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> I know who you are. I totally forgot what he said last time, so I'm just writing it down. Uh, no. I know who you really are. And, and you're right. very close now. I don't want to say. I feel like in my head, other people can. Other people in my in my character's head. Other people like can, everyone can hear this. So <laughs> like, so, and so I've just opened this door, and I'm just going to randomly say into the air, <laughs> "Who am I?" <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get the right thing. I was like, "No, you think everyone can hear you?" Um, Neris just looks at you. That's why I'm looking at the statue in the chamber. Do I hear any response? You know who you are, and I know who you are. But do you know who I am? 
<laughs> so, uh, so now everyone's heard me so, go from saying, who am I to, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Seth. You know who I am. If you were me, then I'd be you. Come to me, Seth. Uh, Join me where you belong. Uh, can you insight check that? <laughs> I guess you can insight check that, yeah. More for a feeling of, like, death if I go in. Strange uh, danger. Six. <laughs> yes. Between the dogs. Stranger danger, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, this this disembodied voice I'm everything hearing. Everything he has said, I am rolling yeah. for strange Extremely danger. strange. Very dangerous. I got 16. That's pretty good. 16. There's, it, this is a malevolent force of some variety. Okay. Um, oh, right, okay. Your insight... Um, on this is this Do is this this fear this has a presence it has a malevolent air it's very old and your insight tells you that this may have something to do with your heritage oh, I'm gonna go in. more than anyone else would understand I'm gonna walk in Oh, Mr. Sir, you can also guidance. You can also <laughs> you can also. Uh, what are you going to do? Sorry, when you go in there. Uh, can I do an investigation check? Yeah, yeah, sure. Make an investigation check. Uh, seventeen. Okay, so with seventeen, you um, you pull, do you want to pick up all the treasure at its feet? Uh. Do you want to pick it up, or do you just want to see what's there? See what's there. See what's there before okay, I start. So, picking. so, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the pu- okay. sure. <laughs> so I just start rubbing oh, it on my face. Rubbing some of the mucus off of the um, As coins. I go towards them, can I turn and ask Leobran, and I was like, Leobran, what magic did you see before? Because he saw something beyond the door that was magic. Um, it was a... Uh, Detect Magic does School of Magic, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. There was something... Um, well, can, he, can he tell you that specifically in this room? Because he can yeah, use it whenever he wants. It was something um, necrotic. And something else which I don't entirely know. We're in a pub. Uh, right, I don't think we're in the pub anymore. I don't think we're in the pub anymore, Toto. Cool, so... <laughs> can you tell me what in this room had the magic on it? Ah, uh, yeah. The, um, well, the statue itself is a bit... I don't know what. And there is something... It, there's something small on the floor. Um... Amongst all the, the coins, uh, it looks like it might be a coin, a, a medallion itself. Um, can I search the coins for something that looks different to the others? You can. So you find. So uh, so you sort through the treasure. You find uh, four hundred copper pieces, one hundred and sixty silver pieces. Treasure, stop eight, eating peanuts. Eight, eight gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no. it's okay. I'll yeah. go back. I'll, no, I'll, me, I'll recap me, that. I'll recap but meanwhile, that. while all this is happening, Brucon's been a bit sort of uh, behind because um, he's still. Uh, checking out the chamber, eventually the, the 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 main bit where the rat attack was. He finally gets around to all this, looks round, looks at the statue, and goes, "Oh, I don't think that's on the seesaw at all." <laughs> <laughs> that's very. Um, uh, you've already got inspiration. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll find an good. excuse to use it at some stage. Um, okay, so um, four hundred copper pieces, one hundred and sixty silver pieces, eight gold pieces, and a yellow quartz gem or citrine. Uh, it's worth 10 gold pieces. Uh, anyway, you also find within the pockets of one of the discarded robes, uh, a medallion has an odd shimmer in the dark as you look at it. And as you all, and also as you stare at it, you get a, this 
overwhelming sense of unease. You had some before from this voice in your head, and look, just looking at this no. increases it. Do I want to... That sense of unease, does it make me want to like, drop it? Like, is it a very, very uneven, bad feeling? Like, throw it away from me? Or is it to... Uh, make a religion check. 18! 18. Uh, you, okay, yeah. Uh, 18. Oh, I've got guidance. You don't have to use the guidance if you don't want to. You want to save it, but then you can only use it for like what a minute, isn't a it? Minute, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll use it because I doubt I'm going to be doing too much more in a minute. Ooh. Oh, uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, this looks like um, it suddenly it flashes back before you why this Octomer statue looked uh, familiar to you. Um, this look, the medallion you're holding, it looks to be uh, an emblem of an ancient, uh, a, a cult perhaps, a group dedicated to an ancient and uh, uh, scary kind mm-hmm. of, you know, ancient gods kind of, you know, under the sea, the one beneath all tentacles. Got under the sea stuck in my head. You know, like kind of like <laughs> it's deeply thematic. Under the sea, yeah, so <laughs> um, kind of similar to it is uh, where the original monsters, like the Kraken and things like that, you it's joked all associated about with Cthulhu. There we go. Yeah, and it's here. You joked yeah. about Cthulhu, and it happened. And it's happened. Well, my jokes. And you joke about money. Well, we've got money. More money. You recognise that this emblem itself. Well, gives a sense of unease you can't you can't tell if there's anything more to it other than it's kind of got, it makes you feel uncertain it's as a magical property but you're not sure whether it would do you ill um holding on to it um you do recognize it be worth maybe 15 gold pieces to a collector i'll keep it on me just put it in your pocket yeah good do it <laughs> it's pretty much the vibe. That's where we go. Ian McDermott. Cool. Go fool. Gonna turn around to something. Something. I'm gonna turn around to confuse faces of why I was talking to myself. Something. 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 I'm gonna turn around to say, what do you think he meant? Oh, and what? Who? The voice. Uh, Mr. Seth, are you feeling quite alright? And a just a big hand slaps up onto the. The, your forehead, like trying to fill for a temperature. No, I'm, I was picturing like a full preacher. It's that demon be gone! <laughs> yeah. We need an old priest and a young priest. Well, we're going to escalate up to that, you know, just right now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start with the bell, the then the book, then the candle. It's like, I'm fine, but did none of you hear the voice? Oh, uh, did you hear um, a voice? Yes. We heard your voice. No, the was one. Was there another one? The one asking. Uh, if I knew who I was, say it knows me. You. Mm-hmm. I assumed everyone heard that. From that, and I point back at the statue. From the statue and this, and I'm going to show the medallion. I would like to look at both of those and see if there's any sense of recognition. Uh, make a religion check. Yeah. I just. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but fine. This is the first time on chat that I've ever fully agreed with Drake Lazarus. An evil medallion of unknown provenance and effect. Swallow it. So safety. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do Nine. want it. Nine. 
you're looking at it and you're like, this must be some ancient uh, religion, not one that you're familiar with, certainly not one that's practised uh, openly these days. This isn't something you would recognise. It's certainly not the aid. Not of the aid. I would uh, be careful around such Eight things. limbs, maybe, but the eight, no. It's aid. <laughs> As my uh, esteemed colleagues, uh, not part of the whatever. I'll keep hold of it till we head to the main towns then. Mm. Okay. Just this is some weird you, splinter cult. If, if you keep hearing voices, you should uh, let the rest of us know. I'll let, you, I'll let you know. I, I thought everyone could hear it when we opened the door. I assumed everyone heard it. Hand just back on the forehead. Then how did you know it was talking to you? I was the first one in the door. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sort of leans back. Uh, guys, um, how does that make you feel? You remember, <laughs> you remember, you remember the um, arachnids. Says um, fleeting, fleeting from his. I'm getting the voices down. Yeah. Like um, yeah. We might have something else that needs a new name. <laughs> Just coming this way. Where, where is he? Is he there? He's at the entrance yeah. to so the antechamber. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Swords, swords in fact, there's there's quite a few. We uh, Neris is. We should come now. We should go. <coughs> we should go right fire's now. Fire's gonna be on Neris's hands. Light, lights up. She's gonna be like, "Where are yeah. they?" And that's what we're gonna do today. Thank you guys. I think Neris is back next week. I've yeah, I think she might be. I feel like that's we've left it an okay spot for her. One, I, one spell slot left. Oh, she's not going to like me. Nope. You did, yeah, you did spaff those spells quite quickly. Yep. You hit me on a crit. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that was quite near us. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Oh, yeah. That was, no, uh, yeah. Too, too that was very in racking, racking direct to face yeah. requires a pretty aggressive... I was wondering yeah. if she was going to set fire to it like on her own face and just, like take the damage. Well, ah, I figured that for... Uh, I, feel like she, I feel like she set herself on fire before. Probably. At least once. I feel like for the um, close range... Because she can't use the fire. She she it. was gonna use fire at that. So as I have a dab or stab it with a dagger. I was yeah. like, she'll kill me if I don't fire it. I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take that Drake Lazarus appreciates also the arachnid. Um as my, I'm sure Dan will appreciate it oh, when really he's back next he's time. I love that. Uh, I think I think we did the three of them justice that weren't here. Um, I think we actually did. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did alright. Go team. See, four, four people playing the six, we did okay yeah. for that. I apologise so, for forgetting about arms of Hadar. On the other hand, I don't apologise that sincerely because it would have fucked the party up. <laughs> Absolute treat. Done so much. <laughs> I think it's about to have use. And I am oh, sorry yeah. to, Mar- uh, to Marta that you've got like one spell slot left, but it, it, the situation required them. So that was uh, episode, uh, that was session ten. We're sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not that sorry. No, we'll be back next week uh, with session eleven, same time, same place. But before that, I'll be back on Friday because campaign diaries are back. <laughs> Uh, which means that this time I've got a lot to catch up on because a lot's happened since the last one I think like four sessions so that should be good fun so come join me for that that's uh, Friday 5pm here on the channel until then everyone stay safe thank you for watching and we'll see you next time bye thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast you can join in the action with us live on Twitch Mondays from 6pm UK time it's twitch.tv slash slice and d6 and don't forget to follow us on socials 
at slicend 6 Until next time, stay safe. Thank you.